Okay. Hi, hello. <laughs> Welcome to Directly to You, the 82nd episode. I'm here with MDB because Parker is rip. Hello, MDB. Is he rip or ripped? He's rip. R.I.P. Goodbye, Parker. And the great uh, waffle incident. I'm, I'm, I'm deeming it that because he's in Belgium and not here. So that means oh. he's... Okay, because I was going to say, are we leaving it there? Like, did he choke and die? Like, what happened? <laughs> no, he's just in Belgium. Uh, but anyway, we got to do housekeeping stuff because that's how you pay bills and whatnot. You can support the channel by going to YouTube.com slash Fanatics 4 and clicking that join button for $4.99. You know what you get for that? You get exclusive emotes. You get loyalty badges. You get gaming time with us from time to time. You get free Switch keys when they're available. It's a great time. Also, you could join the supporters only Discord. And you can do the same thing on twitch.tv slash fanatics4 for the same price. You get all the same stuff except it's for Twitch instead of YouTube for the other badges and all that. You know, like the sub subscription badge and all that crap. You know, yeah. it's great. Uh, but other than that, how you doing, MDB? Playing any video games? I was playing some video games earlier today. And how I'm doing is sick. Not yes. like the cool kind of sick. Like right. I have a cough. Right. Like he's di- he's been dying on the stream. Yeah, it's I mean, it's uh, really awful. Like I've been coughing for days and days and days, and it doesn't help that I can't shut up. So it's not like I can just let myself heal. My job is to talk. True, that's a fact. Uh, Bob has told me to shut up while we're streaming, and I'm like, I can't. That's my it's my job to talk. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you got a point. Yeah, that's true. You can't argue uh, with that. It's just correct. Yes, I'm playing. Pretty much only Smash Brothers, and I'm upset because, like, doing this video, which we'll get into later, uh, it actually made me have to play Smash Brothers less, which is strange. Huh. Because I played, I thought that this was going to take me a real long time to do in terms of, like, the gameplay parts of it, because I just, like, hear your horror stories. But then again, you're beating an entire game. I'm just going after one objective. I'm beating a turn-based RPG every week. Sometimes exactly. multiple, like so, on the quick ones. Uh, God, there was a time where I was two and a half Pokemon challenges ahead of schedule. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm a machine. I, I do about 80 hours a week. Yeah. I mean, see, that's the thing. This video, all told, it probably took around there. But most of that was me scripting and like re-scripting and figuring yeah. out how I went. Because this is the first challenge I ever did. I never did anything like this. Um, so like the gameplay part of it, I had, I figured that would be easy cause I'm pretty good at this game. So I was, I, I, I was confident that I would be able to accomplish the, the goal that I set out on, but I didn't know whether or not I would be able to like make the video in the way that I wanted it to be. And like, if it would be entertaining and like balanced enough and all that great stuff. Uh, but that's just besides the point. I'm still trying to practice for this uh, this local tournament that I've been trying to go to for weeks. And I, I'm apparently cursed because every single week that I try to go to this, something happens. Somebody says, oh, I want to go. And then they're not able to go. So the, the plan is to go tomorrow. <laughs> so I'm supposed to go tomorrow. Awesome. Even falcon who's a supporter of this channel is coming here he's coming to this tournament wow to make sure that i go (laughs) um so that's the plan we'll see how i do i'll report back and let you guys know hopefully i don't like get effed in the first round you know what i mean i hope you win same same here because then you can brag about it on the podcast next week yeah, then I can just like forever talk about how I won the first Smash Brothers tournament I ever went to in my life. 
Yeah. That, break that, about it with Bob. You can always forever say that you're better than him because you won this tournament. Oh, I can say that anyway. Bob, oh, well, there you know, go. Bob, Bob has already resigned to that truth. Okay, um, well, as long as he accepts it. You know, acceptance is the first uh, part of the road to recovery. Exactly. Uh, so I know we talked a little bit about you playing, uh, what, Civ 6 today? Yeah, I was playing some Civ 6 today. That was fun. I, I That's love a Civ, Switch Civ game. Six. You could talk a little bit about that. <laughs> I mean, I didn't play it on Switch. I know you didn't, but you I, still played it. I played it with good controls on PC. How dare you? How dare you? Um, yeah, I've been playing Civ games like my whole life. Um, I used to play Civ 5 a lot on the second highest difficulty, and I'm almost that good at Civ 6, although with Civ 5, it's mostly because the game's difficulty didn't scale very well. Um, and I was a big Civ 4 player, although it's probably the one I'm worst at, even though it's my debatably favorite one. I also really, really like 6. Um, I don't really have a, a ton to say about Civilization 6, though, just because, uh, you know, the the grandfather of 4X strategy games. Uh, everybody who is interested in 4X strategy games has probably played Civ games just because it is the core of the entire genre. Um, fantastic games. I used to play them a lot more when I had more free time. Well, there it is. And you don't have free time because your channel's doing real good. I mean, so I've never had well that's also true <laughs> i've always worked like crazy every day <laughs> yeah so i've been doing a video a day minimum usually two videos a day uh for over eight years now um just like during that time uh i started when i was like i started youtube when i was 17 but i started a video a day a couple years in so i've been doing youtube for 10 years um just slightly over 10 years but a video a day for about eight years nothing has ever really stopped me i've had computer deaths I, I think i lost like a month due to that and i just uploaded extra to catch up um no gaps outside of stuff like that like i lost my house once and didn't have a gap in uploads like yeah uh nothing ever really stopped me i just really really like doing videos and so i never stopped putting them out like a lot of people know me now for pokemon challenges because those have exploded i'm getting like 55,000 subscribers a month. It's right. That's crazy. Oh, damn it. It's you very it. weird. You did it, Rip. <laughs> Shut up. I didn't say anything. Uh, it's really <laughs> weird getting that many subscribers uh, all of a sudden. But, uh, you know, I, I guess a lot of people listening to this might know me from my Pokemon challenges now because it's all over like every human's homepage. Um, hi, sorry I'm spamming your homepage. I didn't ask for it, but YouTube favors me apparently. Um, it's crazy that after all these years of doing all these videos, they're finally like, hey, this guy, have you seen this guy? Um, and it's funny because all the people who then come over to my Let's Plays from it, they're all like, oh my god, this is awesome. How did I not find you earlier? And I'm like, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, it turns like out the content... Forever. <laughs> it's, it's kind of validating hearing that, um, my content that I've been doing for eight years is awesome, and the only reason people haven't been watching it is because they didn't know it existed. And now that this yeah. small side series I do that eats up most of my time now of Pokemon challenges is getting very popular, uh, all of a sudden people are realizing I have Let's Plays and they check the Let's Plays and they're like, you guys are really funny. And I'm like, thank you. 
And so uh, I can't complain at all because uh, it's not one of those things where like I resent the most popular thing I'm known for. Uh, no, not at all. I do the Pokemon challenges because they're really fun. It's a lot of work, yeah, but it's also a lot of fun. It's rewarding to see the channel grow. But for the most part, I just really like making uh, like Let's Plays and improv comedy because I don't know if you can tell, uh, but I am physically incapable of ever shutting up. And so I just yes. like talking forever <laughs> and I love playing video games. And the way I look at it, the more YouTube videos that I put out, the more opportunities I do or I have to convince people to try job. watching professional wrestling. And uh, that's, uh, that's, that's just the my, long con. That's, it's not uh, even to have yeah. a, a sustainable career or anything like that. It's just I want to convert everybody in the wrestling thing. Exactly. Like it's. <laughs> Oh, this is a, this is my my debt to That's society is to get everyone on Earth to give wrestling a try because it's beautiful. I love it. There it is. Yeah. Now, now <laughs> um, you know all my secrets, everybody. Uh, I'm actually just some kind of cultish um, channel with the that puts out wrestling propaganda. With the ulterior ulterior motive of yeah. converting you into a wrestling fan oh yeah and i've i've never put out a pokemon challenger that didn't have wrestling references in it it's just some of them are slyer than others you know what i don't think i've ever had a conversation with you well maybe in dms but i don't think i've ever had a conversation with you outside of that that didn't have you bring up wrestling at some point <laughs> Well, every conversation we've ever had, either than a few DMs, I've put in wrestling references that went over your head. But that's just uh, how I talk. That's, that's very possible. Exactly. You know? That's how I just talk to everybody, though. Like, I was having a conversation with someone about this earlier today, but that is just, it's a part of my vernacular at this point. And so it's sometimes it, it, they're just slipped in little references that are sneaky enough that if you're not a wrestling fan, it seems completely normal. And if you are a wrestling fan, you get it and you get a little laugh out of it. I'm looking for them now. <laughs> yeah, if, if you ever become a wrestling fan one day, you'll suddenly start going back on old conversations we've had and you're like, oh my God, that. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's wonderful. Um, but yes, other things that are wonderful is Pokemon. And Pokemon did a whole lot of news this week it, just a bunch of news man <laughs> it yeah. was all over the place and the thing that they hyped up the most this week is this uh glimwood tangle stream that they're doing and it seems kind of disappointing but it's very weird and it could have been way cooler than it is uh we're like what halfway into it maybe at the time of recording this and there's just like a few pokemon walked across there's like a pokemon's tail that was shown that we don't know what it is phantom was confirmed we saw impidimp which was already a pokemon that they announced at e3 um there was another pokemon that we don't know just a whole bunch of stuff that's like oh yeah okay this one's in the game and this one's in the game but it, it, like the the promise of this stream was that like oh you get like live camera footage of this world and stuff like that and that automatically made me think like oh, okay so like is this like a, a living breathing uh open world in some way or form right like do we see it, would it not only be pokemon do, but do we also see like trainers wandering and like going about their day and stuff like that um and as of right now it doesn't look like we're getting that much activity in that way it's kind of more like pokemon snap-esque where like pokemon do like randomly wander and stuff like that but they don't really do anything interesting 
the interesting thing is like, oh, okay, they didn't kill that Pokemon out of the national decks yet. <laughs> yeah, it basically just looks like a screensaver. Yeah, pretty and much. Then, you know, like once per year a Pokemon wanders by. Yeah, and it's like, I wonder, because like Cerebee is how we're seeing, like how specifically I know exactly what they showed, but like... I wonder how their day is going. Like the people that are like cataloging, like, oh, uh, Meowth, he showed up oh, for three and a half God. seconds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I see the edit log now where people are like, Duh, there was a millisecond of a ponytail's cry being heard. <laughs> like, oh my God, I feel so bad for you. There's 23,000 people watching this. It's yeah, a screensaver. Like, I wonder if there's somebody that's like gonna save the stream as a screensaver, because that would be dope. That would be a dope thing to get it out of It does look pretty nice. I mean, can you see where... It, oh, I just saw it loop, actually. Yeah, as I was about to say, can you ever catch where it loops? But yeah, that was pretty abrupt, actually. Yeah, like, I don't know what the point of this is. Like, is this actually in-game? Because, like, Pokemon does have a, a real-time clock. It doesn't look like this specific area shows that off in any way, right? Like, you can't see, like, oh, it's daytime now. You know, like, that well, sort of thing. To me, it just looks like it's a series of videos they're swapping in and out and like right. obs and it's literally just you know a looped screensaver and then everyone then they're like oh is it this o'clock okay switch to to video two where a ponytail walks by and then back to screensaver and we'll check up on it again in six hours like that's yeah. what it feels like it is from a production side mm -hmm. i don't know if we're supposed to think this is in game i uh, it doesn't seem like it to me I think they just said that it was gallery, like it's the gallery region. Like, you know, like they do that whole like researchers thing, you know, like yeah. that's the the marketing campaign. Like, okay, researchers, you got to help us, blah, blah, Like that was the messaging where it's like, we have a live camera feed into the gallery region in this area or whatever, which also is, kind. I mean, kind of misleading because like it sounds like you would get more of a look into like what the the glimwood tangle forest is you know like that it, like there would be some type of other perspectives of like and this is this area of that let's check in on that side you know but it's literally just one spot in this forest yeah like you know what they if they could have gotten really creative with uh you know how youtube supports that thing where you can click and drag on the screen and it looks yep. the camera in different directions it'd be pretty cool if they did something with that yes but That'd they did or even if they just did the thing uh like the multi uh multicam thing where you can like connect multiple channels or whatever and yeah. check that way if it was like a series of cameras in the forest and you can jump between them like it's night trap yes <laughs> can we or just get a, can we just get a sequel to night trap that's pokemon that's uh, it's called five nights at freddy's <laughs> you gotta you gotta like take out all of the invading team rocket members to protect yeah, the pikachu like it's like Butch. Oh no! I should I should have did the bit in the anime where they call him everything but his name. <laughs> Who? And Butch. Uh, it's like uh, you know Jesse and James, right? Yeah. There's Cassidy and Butch, who are the other like slightly more successful Team Rocket members that like look like them. And Butch, who's like James analog. Uh, he nobody calls him by his name. They don't know his name. And I always oh, thought, hey, like, something ran across the front of the camera. What was it? <laughs> I couldn't tell. It was blurry. It was green, I think. All right, we'll wait for Sarah B to update us. God. On what it is. 
I want to say it was like Suicune or something, but oh god, chat is disabled for this live stream? Come on. I went down to look at the chat to see if they had any, any idea. You know what? That's an interesting wrinkle. We're just going to keep this stream up the whole time yeah. as we record this podcast. Yeah. Hold on, I'm gonna. My entire happens. right monitor is full screen. That. <laughs> um, there we go. Uh, okay, we'll get only... jump scared every once in a while by a Pokemon. Yeah, like we just get jump scared by a freaking Minchino or something. But uh, uh, oh, here we go. The Pokemon showed up again, but then it got startled before it got into full view. Its mane lit up in a rainbow color. It makes a similar sound to Ponyta in Pokemon Refresh and in previous games. I yeah, that's the one I was about to say. So one of our uh, one of the supporters of the show, Benjamin Aquino, I saw him tweet about. He tweeted a screenshot or a GIF from this stream, and it he thinks that it's Galarian uh, Ponyta, which would be oh, dope. Yeah, that would I be cool. I don't know. What, like, would it still be a fire type or, or like what's going on? Because it kind of looks more like it's an well, energy sort of situation. So Galarian or whatever is supposed to be uh, the British Isles, right? Is it just the, is it the British Isles or is it literally just Great Britain? It's just Great Britain. It's like uh, the UK and then like part of scotland i think yeah scotland's in the uk that's part of great britain well it's it's like yeah yeah, yeah. it's pretty much just that it's like part of uh scotland and then britain okay and then i think okay you're mixing up britain at... and england yeah and yeah, Brit yeah, yeah britain's the island me. they're both on that island i'm american i apologize uh, it's okay um, it's it's okay it is genuinely a confusing thing it's just i'm into geography so i know i'm guessing wales is there too uh but yeah wales is part of it i think uh people think that ireland might be a part of it too it wouldn't surprise me if that was like dlc or something you know how um in old pokemon games for events you would go to an island and it has like a special pokemon maybe now yes. they'll do like a dlc where it's you go to an island so that that's the excuse for it to be a new world and it'll mm -hmm. be more irish yeah that, sure. Or the Isle or of Man. Or it could just you, be like uh, Fire Red. You know how they have like the Sevi Island. Yeah, yeah. Like you could do something like what, that. They or could, like they could definitely do that. And if you do need an event area, uh, just for like a tiny little area for a tiny little thing, the Isle of Man, which is a small island in between uh, Great Britain and Ireland, and is part of the UK. That'd be dope. There you go. And they've got All a right, cool so. flag. It's a bunch of legs. It's weird sure <laughs> so uh i guess we'll just the the glimwood forest segment will continue into the rest of the show but let's move into the next like dedicated headline yeah which is that pokemon company uh, see this would have been like the the title of the podcast if they didn't have this uh retraction because <laughs> initially uh game game informer has this exclusive uh for pokemon sword and shield so they're getting a whole bunch of announcements and stuff um that we didn't previously know uh although a lot of it is stuff that we did know or it was stuff that's a given but this specifically was a shocker and that's that there's supposed to be 18 gyms within galar now we're getting clarification that not all those gyms will be playable and not all of them are in sword and shield some of them are just in sword and some of them are just in shield. Yeah. So, so if you want to play all the gyms, you have to play both games. 
so this this news is weird to me because I was streaming um, a live Pokemon challenge a few days ago and someone linked to me the news, which was the newest news at the time of there being 18 gyms. And he said, like, this is groundbreaking. This is crazy. And he linked me that. And I, I read it. The article it was very, very short. And it just said that. And I'm like, did you link me the wrong thing? <laughs> like, and he, I, I just didn't see what was so groundbreaking about 18 gyms. Because my response is, I mean, that's cool. Like, the more interesting thing to me is that gyms are back because they weren't in, in um, Sun and Moon. And I thought that was dumb. But right. um, the, the thing that was more interesting to me about um, about that was just that there are gyms. Because, like, 18 gyms, okay. Um, Gen 2 had 16. Yeah. Uh, but that was between multiple regions. I think what would excite me if there were 18 gyms is it gets that much closer to like how the anime and like the manga like how they operate because the the assumption is that there's like hundreds of gyms in yeah. this world and you're not required to go to all of them you're not even expected to go to all of them in any way Unless you're Gary Oak and you want to show off. <laughs> but it's cool to be like, yeah, MDB, how many badges do you have? Oh, I have five badges. Oh, that freaking psychic gym sucked. And I'm like, what? I have six badges that I didn't even know there was a psychic gym. You know, like yeah. that type of crap. It's just, it's just like. Although if it's like the show, then we all know that the psychic gym is the easiest because if you make the gym leader smile, you get a badge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was or the, the, the dumbest. Even as a kid, I thought that two. was stupid. Ash got so many badges just for Ash is garbage. You know, He's there's trash. a Gen One glitch in the Japanese version of uh, of Red and Green, as it was originally in Japan, where if you lose to Sabrina, the psychic gym leader, she just gives you the badge anyway. I did not know so that, that. That glitch is actually accurate to the anime. <laughs> you lose and get the badge. That's hilarious. I mean, that is accurate because if you lose, I'm pretty sure she'd smile. Yeah, um, Gen 1 was really buggy. Like it, it was, was. It was even buggier before they had the English versions, which got yeah. rid of that bug. And even those still didn't fix everything. Like, oh, psychic God. types were useless. No. <laughs> I mean, ghost types, not psychic types. Yeah, ghost, ghost types, types were useless. Were psychic types were only... There was only five moves in the game. I Four or five moves in the game that were super effective against uh, psychics and they all sucked so you'd never yeah. use them either than like Jolteon had pin missiles as like the only thing that could fight psychics reliably yeah other than that it's just like brute force it's just like you, you take out oh, like Snorlax or something and tank them yeah uh, it, it's just like I get into so many conversations about gen 1 because like gen 1 is like everybody's favorite gen in terms of like uh, like the, you know, like the Pokemon that came with it in the, the region itself. And so even though people are starting to hate the region because we get it so much. We do um, get it a lot. Yeah. But just mechanically, Gen 1 is like, like categorically the worst Gen. Like by far, because there's oh, so yeah. many glitches. It, it barely it's, functions. It's not balanced nearly as well. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Gen 1. I grew up with Gen 1. I still replay like every gen either than six and seven all the time for my that. show like i beat <laughs> yeah. i i've beaten gen one four times in the last two months like i so it's pretty fresh in my mind and i can tell you that as much as i love it i love it in the same way that i love all the weird euro jank that i play all the time because glitches don't bother me that much i think they're funny mm. gen one is 
genuinely poorly made from a technical standpoint. I like a lot of the Pokemon in it. A lot of the Pokemon are great, but right. balance-wise, it's terrible. Glitch-wise, it's terrible. Like, Gen 2 did a massive amount to improve that, and then Gen 3 did another massive amount to improve it on a balance perspective. Yeah. Like, in terms of adding abilities, for instance, and adding um, effort value, stuff like that uh, did so much to flesh out the game mechanics. Mm -hmm. Because Gen 1 survives entirely on its design being fascinating. It is, right. the world is incredibly well designed and it has probably the most interesting map of any Pokemon game that I've played. But it gets by on the same way that Sonic the Hedgehog does, where Sonic can have bad games for 15 years and still be beloved because the design is so, so good. He's so cool, though. Can, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> the, he survives entirely on the design. He can have one good game every 15 years and still be insanely popular, where, it, now, don't get me wrong, Sonic, uh, Sonic Adventure 2's Chow Garden is the greatest game of all time. The rest of the game, throw it in a fire. Doesn't <laughs> yes. matter that I I have over the, the a thousand hours on that game what growing up. It was the Chow you, Garden. What rest of game are you talking about? There's a rest to, to the yeah, Chow is, Garden game? Exactly. Yeah, the Chow Garden is game actually else? has like these racing segments and stuff. And, it's, and the homing attack just makes you fall in the water all the time. Don't you love That's when you homing pretty, attack and stupid. you're supposed to homing attack through things on the air? And then you just like, there's always a one in 100 chance you just semi-circle around it and then fall in the water because it's bad. I've only accidentally home attack, homing attacked my Chow. <laughs> oh yeah you're a monster and then it hate me hates me forever <laughs> yeah uh but yeah like back to back to the topic of the gyms way right? like they 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 did mention the like major and minor league gyms and stuff like that and i don't know like now it sounds like the minor league gyms are just a story thing Maybe. so like do we not get to in interact with these in any way like i i like the phrasing also could mean that we do get to go to these gyms, but they just don't have any real impact, which I would be fine with. Like, if it was yeah. just a place to be like, oh, yeah, I'd be, like, uh, in the anime, there, ironically, there's that dude with the sand true, uh, AJ, <laughs> um, his gym. Yeah. And he didn't have enough wins to have, like, official badges and stuff like that, even if it was like that, where it's just, yeah. like, a whole bunch of gyms that don't actually matter and they're not, like, officially sanctioned gyms just leaders that you could battle that are like semi more competent than most trainers and maybe you get something cool out of it like that makes yeah. me think of in kanto in gen one there's a fighting gym in yeah. uh saffron and the the plot idea is that they were the old gym but they got beaten by the psychic gym and so the psychic gym is like the the one that can actually give you a badge but if you right. do the the option completely optional fighting gym you do get a cool pokemon out of it and I wouldn't yeah. mind that being brought back. Yeah, that would be pretty dope, especially if they had because the the um, number that's floating around now is that there's over one thousand Pokemon. That is when they were talking unbelievably about unbelievably large. It's, it's nuts. Um, so that would mean that we're getting well over one hundred. I don't know how many of them are like Galarian forms and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but if we're getting a lot of new ones that are like completely like unique Pokemon, that would be a good way to divvy some of them out and mm -hmm. just say, okay, well you beat this minor gym and here's your prize for doing it. <laughs> yeah. Even if they're, they are like Galarian for like, um, there was like, uh, a, a part, uh, potential spoilers. So skip ahead, like two minutes. <laughs> uh, 
um they they talked about there being a galarian lapras form or whatever like a uh giga uh, uh gigantamaxing of lapras if they have like a first of all form of lapras now they could be that could be a giveaway for like a, a small like ice minor league gym mm-hmm and that would be a good way to be like, okay, now you have the Pokemon that could Gigantamax potentially in your party. I like Lapras. Lapras is cool. It's a cool Pokemon. I like Lapras too. Scary I'm Pokemon. Upset that it took so long to, to get any type of like. I mean, even though like it is semi competent, like it's tanky. Um, but outside of that, there's no real reason to use it because it's just a base level Pokemon. <laughs> you know what's my problem with Lapras? It is kind of spooky. The How's idea, that? <laughs> the idea of a Lapras on a foggy day out in the fog. Oh, that's something that terrifies Oof. me. That's something that actually scares me as an adult, even because as a kid, um, the early in the anime when they're at Bill's lighthouse and oh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. you th- are you thinking the same thing? The dragon airs in the mist that are like huge. Mm-hmm. That yes. scared me deeply as a kid, especially because like <laughs> I almost drowned multiple times as a kid. I could never swim. I still can't swim. Um, but the idea of still water that is hard to see and something through the fog or something big underwater terrifies me deeply. And so that Dragonair scared the shit out of me, scared the poop out of me, uh, (laughs) that, um, a Lapras, I could see that doing the same thing because Lapras looks like Dory from Super Mario 64. Yes. I still get chills going down into that cavern. I like the whole stage actually most of the stage it's not the best stage in the game i don't even dislike dory when dory's in like mario party it's like oh it's dory it's cool i don't like going into that room it it like i replayed that game even a couple years ago in stream super mario 64 i kind of got chills going down into the into dory's cavern because like you know the draw distance was really bad so it's kind of foggy and then it comes up like this water thing and even though it's like the happiest looking thing in the world it still creeps me out rip dude i like glabrous I, I think that Ash's Lapras colored my uh like look on Lapras, where yeah. it's just like yeah, it's just this cute innocent thing, you know, like it's just a baby. Yeah, yeah, I do like Lapras. It's just I could see it being creepy if it wanted to. It's because I associated so much with the move Surf. Yes, because like it, it is like the Surf people. Pokemon, you know. No, like yeah. it it just going out into the fog, and I I don't like that image. Yeah, man. I mean, it's kind of it's basically the Loch Ness monster. So yeah, I mean that's kind of what it's supposed to be. It's why it looks so much like Dory. Is they they have the same idea, don't they? Right. And I mean that's even more of a reason for it to get some type of something in this game. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of potential with that Pokemon. You could, if there's any Pokemon you could give it more forms and and do something interesting with it, it's like that. It's not. It's not that Gen 4 crap where they added a bunch of, like, third forms to a bunch of Pokemon and none of them look like they fit. Like what? Yeah, they're just kaiju like, versions Meg of Mortar doesn't look like it was drawn by the same artist. And that's a particularly hideous one. Or um, yeah. what is the th- Magnazone? Magnazone does not look like it. W- it looks like fan art. It looks like yes. bad fan art. I hate all of that. The, like Rhyperior. Rhyperior that. doesn't look related to Rhydon at all. Rhyperior might be the worst example of that in terms yeah. of... To me, at least, maybe to some people who grew up with like fourth gen or fifth gen being their first one. So they've always seen that as a triple evolution line. Maybe to them, like it looks a little bit more appropriate. But to me, no matter how many times I see Rhyperior in Meg Mortar, it genuinely looks like bad fan art. Like I'm looking at Goku with green hair here. Like this is terrible. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think the only one out of those new Pokemon that not even that I necessarily like, but I'm okay with is Electivire. And I think that also is because the first time I ever saw it was in the anime and Gary had one and I was like, yeah, that's pretty dope. No, I actually, actually genuinely that was... like that one. I just think that's a well-designed Pokemon. I'm not, yeah, I think I like I'm not it. against like the idea of giving new one. forms to old Pokemon. I want to point that out. I think a lot of the baby forms, in fact, they usually do a good job on. Either than like Gigglybuff. That's stupid. That doesn't need to be there. Yeah. That, that one is completely unnecessary. And, and Cleffa is a bit too close to Clefairy, but I'm okay mm. with the idea. Um, Megmortar is crap. Rhyperior is crap, but... Uh, Electivire? Was that what it's called? Yeah, Electivire. Electivire mm -hmm. is a well-designed Pokemon. I have no issue with that. It looks great. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Um, speaking of pretty cool, they're adding more stuff to the Pokemon game in terms of, like, staple features. And the first thing that people are going to be mixed on, because they're already upset about how inclusive, I'm going to say, it has become and that's the experience share they're killing it but also making it stronger <laughs> yeah so um, correct me if i'm wrong but in seven this was already a thing but it, where like it gave experience to the whole team but it was still redu right. reduced amount for the person who wasn't fighting yes and also it was still an item so it wasn't yeah, something that you, you could you turn to... it off yeah exactly you can go in and turn it off it sounds like now you can't do that um, I hope that is not the case because I don't know why you'd ever take options away from the player. Yeah. That's Which, frustrating. Uh, they they went and, well, well, we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, me personally, I don't, like, in terms of, like, everybody's thing with, like, experience share, like, oh, it takes the challenge away. And it's like, I don't know if I would call uh, grinding for experience a challenge. I don't know if I would call it that. Um, yeah. But that's the thing is a lot of players enjoy grinding. Uh, there's, yeah. there's something cathartic and and relaxing to it. And so I don't I'm not OK with getting rid of the option. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I just mean that specific attitude about it mm -hmm. being specifically a challenge thing where it's like Pokemon's already easy. And it's like, yes, it's because it's a game. Every game like this is easy in theory it's it, it's it's not the same type of difficult that like beating the final boss and dark souls is difficult right mm -hmm. it, it like, just this is the whole reason i can like... do challenges in it because it is supposed to be accessible to a new person who's new to video games right but, uh by you know if you build a balanced team of balanced types uh, then not only can you reasonably easily beat most of the game, but if you're ever stuck, you do always have the option of leveling up a bit more. And right. like that, that's the reason why the Elite Four and the Pokemon Champion in these games are not even close to the level cap. If you really want to, you could overlevel a lopsided, terrible team and beat the game whatever way you want to. Exactly. Because of that, though, there's also a lot of headroom and footroom for doing wacky challenges. Because mm -hmm. when you make something that you're supposed to be able to beat with a really terrible team uh, that you've just overleveled, that headroom can also be used to potentially, with really good tactics, beat the game in a way that was never intended with something horrifically weak. Like when I yes. beat all of Pokemon um, Crystal, including Red, who's the highest level trainer in, I believe, any Pokemon game, with one mm -hmm. Sunkern, which is the lowest base stats Pokemon in the franchise at this point. And also, uh, Grass is resisted, 
by six of the eight gym leaders teams in that mm-hmm. game and two of the elite four members or was it three i don't remember um also, and i grass and i has a won a lot of weaknesses <laughs> <laughs> yeah grass has oh and there's tons of mandatory fights with things that double resist you like bell sprout tower and your rival opens with a Golbat or Crobat most of the time, which double resists you and has Confuse Ray and is super effective against you. It was horrible. And I beat the entire game just through good enough tactics and good enough luck. You can yeah. do that. And it's because they've given you so much headroom. See, and that's the, that's the thing that um, I did think about when playing <coughs> the story is like, oh, uh, well, I guess on the challenges that you're use one Pokemon, it doesn't really matter. But how would that affect your challenges, you know? Where it's like, if you can't turn off experience share, people are just going to be like, oh, well, you had experience share. So, like, having a team is like, you know, like, whatever. Uh, That could, in theory, if you could still turn it off, be just another thing that you could add to the rules where it's like, and this is turned off. You can't use it, you know, like that that whole thing. Yeah. Well, it's it also brings into, uh, it brings in an interesting debate of how many play styles should you cater to. Like I, mm. I do these challenge runs and I'm also a casual speed runner. I speed run silent hill too. And I want to learn mm. a few other runs, but I'm a huge fan of speed runs and speed runners. And I do a little bit casually, but <clears throat> there's a lot of contention over how speed run friendly games should be now that speed running is kind of popular. And my answer to that is the same as it is for Pokemon or for challenge videos in general, which is we are intentionally doing a weird way of playing the game. I think that Mm -hmm. the game developers should not cater to us to a degree that they are compromising the game for the average player. If the change Mm -hmm. that they want to make is say something that is completely unintrusive to the regular player, like having a really accurate in-game clock so that speedrunners can use that clock accurately. That's fantastic. But you shouldn't be taking into consideration that I might play your game in some ridiculously stupid way for a YouTube video and thus change the game's balance based on that when 99.99% of people who play your game are not doing that. If you're doing it for the detriment of them, it's not worth doing. Yeah, for sure. And it kind of, in a way, would hurt that part of YouTube, you know, because it, it would be less impressive. Exactly. And it, it, it then makes it more accessible and therefore would make less people want to watch it, you know, where it's like there was a time in YouTube where game capture software or hardware was pretty hard to get. So just rips of certain games would get thousands of views. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're just Joe Schmo and you're like level one Oreo, watch that, you know, <laughs> like. So like that, that's a a thing that would take away a category for a lot of people. And um, see, like a great example is that Game Freak obviously never they they were never considering that a player would never use a Poke Center. The Poke Centers Mm -hmm. are there for a reason. And it's not just for casual players to have a place to heal. It's for every player to have a place to heal for free. It's just simply a part of the game mechanics and part of the balance that they're going for. And they built the game around that, knowing that there are going to be Poke Centers every certain amount of, um, of area that you travel. And part of the difficulty is, can you make it through this whole area 
without, uh, without, you know, until you get to the next Poke Center. And, mm-hmm. you know, you might stock up on items, you might find some items on your way, or you might walk back and forth and take a few attempts at the route, whittling down the trainers and everything. No one at Game Freak intended for you to ever beat the game without ever going to a Poke Center. And that's why my video on it did so well. Because obviously they never took crazy like why would you do that (laughs) exactly and so it's it's not a thing of game freak made it so that you could do that it's a thing of game freak made the game that they wanted to make and it just so happens that you can beat it without a pokemon center if you do it this way and so i made a video on that it got over a million views in under 30 days because people are impressed by that Right. And I and people were happy that I put the effort into it, I guess. That's what they say in the comment section. They thought it was very cool that I put the effort in. But that wouldn't be so interesting for everybody if Game Freak had sat down and thought to turn them off. Yeah. If Game Freak had decided, let's balance it so that if the player wants to, they never need to use a Pokemon Center. No, the whole reason it's interesting is because it's not balanced for that, because it's ridiculously hard to do that. Mm hmm. So yeah, um, I I don't think people, I I don't think that uh, Game Freak should be changing their design to cater towards stuff like that. Uh, right. But it is it is a pain for me if they end up making things too easy mandatorily in a way that cuts me off of things. It's a bummer, right. but it's a bummer for me and not ninety nine percent of players. So yeah. whatever. I, I I think that it would like you would still be able to like do challenges, but it yeah, would yeah. have to be more of the challenges of like a single pokemon exactly than, like, like a single pokemon a is always going to be a challenge pokemon? you know like yeah like <laughs> that sort of thing yeah like for sure um something that uh, less so challenge wise but probably more so for recording might be an issue is that they're talking about implementing auto saves but it sounds like those are definitely optional um okay. <clears throat> the the auto save thing that like most people are upset about or were upset about when like this feature was shown and not really talked about and like the treehouse dreams or whatever um was like oh but what about shiny hunting or like getting perfect ivs on x pokemon you know like just by hard resetting and stuff like that um and i'm like i'm for i'm reasonably hardcore with pokemon right like i know about ivy training training all that stuff but i'm not sitting here and heart resetting 400 times so i can get a shiny starter i'm not doing it i don't care what's what, what's going on no way am i going to heart reset for that oh yeah <laughs> actually <laughs> speaking of um <clears throat> i i guess i can say it now because this isn't going to be out until after my my um pokemon black bug challenge is out mm. um which is going up out- is less than, coming out less than 24 Saturday? hours. Yeah, this Saturday. Um, yes, yeah, so that'll, that'll be out today. Technically, this goes up before that. But okay, that's fine. They can, if they the, few the, the few people who hear this who are fans of my channel might get spoiled on this. Who cares? Um, mm-hmm. The I don't reset over and over in that game to get like the right nature and the right ability and stuff like that i might reset a couple times to get an ability that i really need if it's a single pokemon run but i don't i won't do it for the nature unless my nature is horrible Mm -hmm. but um i i literally just it's it's all first form bug pokemon no single form only it ended up being a way harder challenge than i thought i started with swaddle because it was just the earliest bug pokemon in the game and so it would be the most fair to start with 
Um, first time I boot it, it's a shiny. Oh my god! This is the oof, second shiny I think I've ever seen in all of my many, 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 many hours of doing like fifteen Pokemon challenges. And you're not counting like shiny Gyarados. Yeah, not <laughs> not counting Gyarados. It's um in the beginning of the Wobbuffet challenge forever ago, mm -hmm. like right near the beginning in Pedalburg Woods, I got a shiny Slack off. I caught it and I showed it just because it's cool, but obviously I couldn't use it. Um, sure. and then in this one just. My Swaddle's shiny. It's not the most spectacular looking shiny Pokemon. And if anything, it slowed down the challenge because it's shiny animation slows down grinding because it adds an extra second to every single battle. Um, True. So it's actually bad to have a shiny in my challenges to be using Ooh. one uh, because it slows down grinding. However, there's plenty other things slowing down grinding because it's Gen 5. Um, yes. So, yeah, the grinding is insanely blitheringly slow if you need to overlevel because they give you less and less experience the more overleveled you are and so again that's an example of not making a decision based on challenges of they did not make the decision to do that with the intention of you know oh but what if some guy is going to do this with one badoof and so he needs to overlevel no they didn't take that into account and that's fine they just care about the casual player and i think that's perfectly okay yeah, and that's what this is, where it's like, the casual player's not thinking, oh man, this has, this doesn't have a perfect attack IV, I better set, you know, like, they're, they're yeah. not thinking like the that. The average player doesn't they're, know they're what an IV like, is. Exactly. They're Bob, where they just turned their game off and forgot to save, and they're like, shoot, I forgot to save. <laughs> that exactly, sucks. right? Like, and so, I, I'm surprised they didn't have autosave earlier. Yeah, and I'm sure that a lot of people gave them crap for that, and that's probably why they incorporated it. Like, how did um, they it, not make autosave in, like, third gen? That's what blows my mind. Is It was standard by then. I think it's tradition. I think a lot of what Game Freak does is because the thing that they have done out of necessity became a staple for so many people. You I know, can agree like with random that. encounters for random encounters. It wasn't something that they're like, that's the vision for Pokemon. When we think of the Pokemon world, all Pokemon live in tall grass, you know, yeah. like if that was the case, then Pokemon like anime, like in the anime, there would be no Pokemon in towns that weren't owned by trainers. They would only live in tall grass yeah. uh, or in the manga and stuff like that. It was, it was just, just a, a means to it, an end. Yeah. It was just a yeah, game mechanic. That, it was a game mechanic that made sense for those games and they were working with a very very limited cartridge right it, it's like you you can't have an open world like uh like pokemon wandering around this world on a game boy like, I wanna, <laughs> so that's why i was like like when we second. point out how small the amount of data on those old game boy cartridges were for the original game boy there are a litany of bugs in Gen 1 based around the move Substitute because they didn't have enough memory in the RAM to be able to deal with any of that crap. You know if your opponent ever uses Substitute, you can go into your... If they use Substitute or Transform. Um, so do this against any Ditto. You can do it right now in your uh, red, blue, or yellow cartridge. It's really funny. If a Ditto you uses do it on like the 3DS, like the 3DS ROM. Oh, I don't know. I've never tried on that. But uh, if a Ditto uses Transform, go into your party status and like go into your party, look at the status of any Pokemon. So it shows a little picture of them in the top right and your stats and stuff. And then go back to the battle and your opponent's sprite is now the sprite of whatever Pokemon you were looking at. But like 
from right to left, the vertical stripes of the Pokemon have been inverted in the horizontal placement of them. So it's a bunch of strips of a Pokemon put in the wrong order. It's really funny looking. And substitute just doesn't work. Like it's glitched in some ways like recoil damage can't occur. If substitute is anywhere on the field, like ton (laughs) a wrap can't continue. If there is any substitute going on, like substitute is so hard on the Ram that tons of moves, secondary effects just do not fire. Yeah, and the the thing that's wild is, like, that entire game is probably smaller than the save for Pokemon Sword and Shield. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, it's unbelievable how small the file for that game is. It's, like, a couple megabytes. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so- like, obviously they had to make tons of decisions based entirely around the limitations. The Sevi Islands were supposed to be in Gen 1. That was a Gen 1 idea that they couldn't implement. Yeah. Yep. It's, I mean, it's rough because like they kind of went back on that. Like the like the the multiple regions thing has always been something that because I mean a lot of it is like the Pokemon anime and also like Gen two being as yeah. big as it was. Gen two um, blew minds. It blew my yes. mind. Like no one knew sure. growing up that when you beat the game, they thought the game is over. Then all of a sudden, it's no, you can go to Kanto. What? No, you can it's go like, to can all get of Kanto. Eight more gyms. There's like and the gyms are easy because they're not a higher yeah. level than the Elite Four. Yeah, but right. there's all of kanto the only thing they had to cheap out on was um was viridian forest is tiny that's it that's the only thing they couldn't fit yeah and it 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 even goes further than that because like there's story progression it's like what koga's not here his daughter are you what yeah like (laughs) Like there's there's cool stuff there's legitimately really cool stuff yeah pokemon's cool man yeah (laughs) um so yeah the the next thing is another change that they're implementing for battling which is another thing that people are like oh but like the games like why do that they're making breeding and they're they're not really going into exactly how they're doing this but to build up a traditional i mean not a traditional uh like a competent competitive team it, they're going to have systems in place to be able to do that with the team that you start with. Mm-hmm. Um, which again, I mean, this is another wrinkle that it's definitely something that's optional. That's something else that you can say, like, I'm not doing this, you know, um, or you could use it <laughs> to like, if you're doing it just with like an unknown or something, it's like, look, man, I, I freaking at least max out his IV. <laughs> like that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, like they're, they're, they're talking with, once again, Game Informer, as a lot of this news is being siphoned through them, uh, about how they're they're in the same way that with uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, that they had like the um, fortune teller that makes it easier to catch Pokemon with specific natures and stuff like that. They're going to have some type of way to change your Pokemon's IVs and Eevee. That okay. stuff that is more simple than like grinding for it yeah. in the way that we currently I've got, I've got no issue with that change yeah and the, they even do like they they go as far as to say that the um the current ways to do it are still going to be in the game people that don't want to go through all that also will have this option mm-hmm. um, which i think is a good thing and i've always been in favor of them implementing stuff like that uh just because like again like 
I, I, I get that for some people, it could be satisfying to be like, oh, I, you know what? It took me 30 hours to build this competitive team or whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, it really, it, it's not something that's hard. It's just time consuming. Exactly. And like, and as I always thought that the IV EV system, like that whole thing is really cool, but it is borderline an Easter egg in the games. It is so yes. not explained to the point that like people look at you like you're like you're talking about a different video game. If you start bringing it up and they haven't heard of it because the game almost doesn't tell you that the system exists in some of them. It kind of tells you it exists, but it doesn't give you actual names for it. And yeah, it's just like even, they, they talk about now. it in game like it's a myth. <laughs> exactly like it's even crazy. now they have like dedicated iv judges to tell you if you have perfect ivs but yeah. they don't say they don't say iv <laughs> it's like yeah. like you could why can't you just literally have it on your stat screen wouldn't that be nice yeah like just like okay this pokemon has five perfect iv i think like uh no even that is like behind the scenes i was about to say um i think pokemon go does that but even pokemon go is like more cryptic about it yeah it, where it gives like, you a hint has outstanding potential it's never like you got five ivs <laughs> yeah and there's nowhere in the game where they give you a chart or where like they explain to you what this means there's there's right. again there's people who kind of tell you generally what it means but again to the way to figure this out is go on bulbapedia and yeah. that's it's never fun what like I like wiki surfing. I like that a lot, but it's never fun when your player is forced to wiki surf just to figure out something that is a major game mechanic. That's stupid. Yeah. And uh, like, to be fair, I think a lot of it is like, they want to keep the immersion, you know, yeah. where it's like in the world of Pokemon, like if Pokemon were real, we wouldn't go to the doc and be like, all right, doc, how many IV? on <laughs> right yeah. um so like in the world it, it does make sense yeah but you still but have attack and defense already, like, stats in your menu exactly like, like we had these menus like for the npcs that you talk to about the stats it makes sense for them to kind of be cagey about it but mm -hmm. once they pull up the menu to be like here's your like pokemon's chart or whatever right like then for it to say there like on the bottom of their name or wherever yeah. on their stat like, this is how many perfect ivs you had there's no in lore explanation for oh you've defeated three mankeys and so you've leveled up and gained three attack points yeah no because like an npc doesn't need to say that to you the menu right. says that to you because the the menu isn't real the npc in this world in this kayfabe is real the npc right. you know it's like if your bicep is bigger than it was last week no one's telling me my attack points are going up they're just you commenting on the physical thing your doctor never told you that your attack IVs were high? No, I don't have one. Sorry about it. Sorry about <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, the doctors don't say, oh, okay, all right. No, your doctors doctor's don't. crazy, though. I think you got to be careful. <laughs> I don't I don't think that's a real doctor. <laughs> uh, AJ, you? your how attack you stat is going up. Yeah, it's like my, <coughs> okay, so you're telling me my doctor lied to me when he said I have an attack? Is that what you're you, telling me? You cut out for a second. So it's, you're telling me my doctor lied when he told me I have, and then ominous cut out. All right, we're just going to leave that as a, as a <laughs> secret that only I will know. There we go. <laughs> okay, so this other thing that's making the rounds that I think is kind of misleading is that the team for Pokemon Sword and Shield has over 1,000 people. 
Now, when most people hear that, they think that the dev team for this video game has over 1,000 people. I don't but think that would reality, function. In reality, the vast majority of this, I'd say like 85% at least <laughs> is working on like marketing and the anime and the card game yeah. and all that stuff. They're including Localization this- in other languages. Right, exactly. Like, so for people like, oh man, like, it, it, it's it's crazy because like, they're, they're, both sides of the national decks argument are using this as justification for their stance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it kind of doesn't, it doesn't really do anything for either, you know? Uh, because like the the national decks argument is like oh there's a thousand whole people and they can't get every pokemon in there it's like okay but like your argument doesn't make sense because like even if they were all part of the dev team they're not all part of the animation part of the dev team you know like the the software engineer is not animating (laughs) so it it just like falls apart on that end and then on the end of like um see like they are putting a lot of effort into this game it's like yeah but like i'm pretty sure that the teams have always been around that size when you count everything yeah Um, like pokemon's a big deal guys a a major deal and it's a much bigger deal in everything else but video games than people think it is like so many pokemon fans at least that we interact with um because of the sphere that we're on they automatically think that the video game is like the center of the universe, but really it's merchandising. Like yeah. that is what matters most about Pokemon. Like the merchant merchandising and the anime is the reason why my niece knows what Pokemon is not because of the video games. Yeah. And like it's, and Pokemon itself is such a gargantuan thing that it, it does require a, a ton of staff to manage. Like we're talking about a huge, huge brand here. I mean, Dan was and, telling me that, like... In terms of, like, like, success, it's the most successful media brand ever. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Like, Dan was telling me the other day that he went to a wedding recently and a guy at the wedding was talking about my challenge videos. Oh, that's wild. I'm, I am a total nobody in terms of, like, the internet as a whole. And just because some of my Pokemon challenges have gotten a grand total of, like, a few million views... That is, like, Pokemon is so big that just random people across the world are now suddenly talking about my Pokemon videos. And that is entirely because Pokemon is so universal and so huge. Yeah. Like, how wild is it? He's not in the same country as me. It's the new millennium Disney. Yeah. That's what it is. It's just like in the same way that everybody on planet Earth knew who Mickey Mouse was when that was like a thing. Everyone on planet Earth has seen Pikachu. Yeah, like like I'm looking at Pikachu right now. It's the logo for the YouTube channel that this stupid stream is on. Nothing's popped up since the last thing that jump scared us, by the way. Rip, dude. Yeah, I'm still looking at it. Oh, um, they they updated and said it rushed up close to the camera, showing in blurry view that it is a horse. That's that's our update. <laughs> it's a horse. <laughs> I didn't. I I honestly I thought it was more of a dog, but uh, I'll take their word for it. I be, I was kind of like half looking. Man, we horses are dogs. Horse. How many horses do we have? Are, do zebras count as horses? Yeah, it's equestrian. All right, so that puts us at like what three? Do we have any donkey Pokemon? We what must. Four? Yeah, are donkeys horses? Yeah, there's um, there's there are, there are, I'm, I'm saying equestrian in general. 
Okay, so yeah, we have Mudbray. Uh, what's the second round for this stupid thing? Mud, whatever Mudbray. Oh, already now. I know almost no Gen six and seven Pokemon. I uh, never well, played Gen seven. I didn't play Gen six. I've all I've played of Gen seven has been on stream, and I'm like, I just got to the second island. I'm looking up uh, Mud Mudbray's second evolved form. Yeah, I think I've been told about that Pokemon. He's a donkey. He's he's a small donkey. Is he, he a donkey dumb. or a mule? People mix this up a lot. He, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe a mule. A, mu a mule is, is a half break. is a half breed between a uh, horse no, his, and a donkey. It's, it's donkey Pokemon. Okay. Um, okay. Because mules are bigger, but they can't. Okay, breed. that's his name, Mudsdale. Mudsdale. Uh, his. Pokemon title is Draft Horse Pokemon. So maybe he's a mule. <laughs> okay, so a, a mule is a half breed between yeah. a uh between a donkey and a horse, and mules right. are sterile. They can't breed. Mm -hmm. Right. Just a little bit of uh a, a little bit of biology for everybody. Yes. So that puts us at three evolutionary lines of horse Pokemon. <laughs> That's very little. I mean Gen 1 had six different uh, duck Pokemon. Oh, yeah, that's wild. Although two, two of them were in one, uh, evolution uh, one, one evolution line. Although Psyduck and Golduck are very, very different designs. It's it, yes. honestly a little bit strange that they're... Oh, a bush just shook. Did you see that? Oh, my goodness. No, Did... I'm on Bulbapedia. I need to go... Yeah, the, the one the... on the left there by, by the left mushrooms, that bush shook. Oh my god! I think we're. I think <laughs> What's we're going to come out okay, of it? nothing. Okay, the bush shook, and then I think uh, I think we're back on the loop just from the way the the little fuzzies are floating around. Ripped. Oh god! Shoot me! Like, <laughs> sorry. It's just See, this is the crap that derails our conversation. It's like, oh, a bush shook. Is anything coming out? No. See, one of the one of the. Part of this stream, or you know, like on this podcast, the third of all form of Sobble is going to come out and nobody's going to notice. So we're doing the Lord's work as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> you think we're going to get a, uh, a Pokemon this gen that has four forms? Like uh, in a row, like from first to last hmm. by evolution, four. Has that ever happened? I, I don't think it has. No. No. Usually they're like, it's like a branching pass sort of thing. Or like, like a, a polytope. Yeah. Yeah. Or like Evie has like a hundred. True, true. Which we're going to get to that in the Q and A section much later. Oh God, is there um, another? What is there another happening? new form for Evie? Oh no! We're, we're have they just done one. every type yet? Just do every type already. Like no, they have. They have not. I think we're at what, like seven. I think. Seven? Honestly, just do every type. Like you know that no one's going to be happy until every type is done. Just figure it out give me a poison one already okay so we're moving to the non uh it's basically a mario okay. segment hold on <laughs> I, all i you cut out again at a great time we're moving on to the non basically pokemon. a mario <laughs> yes the non pokemon segment of the podcast sweet it's mario's mario news and this one, Bob's going to be happy about. Somewhere, there's a Bob screaming inaudibly about Mario. Uh, I, I can tell you where that somewhere is. It's probably New York. Tr I mean, maybe not. You know, he's been getting around. Isn't he, at, isn't he at New York Comic Con? Uh, I think currently, yes. I think New York Comic Con's in New York. 
I mean, but this goes up tomorrow. And he's not going to New York Comic Con tomorrow. Oh, he's probably going to go back to... He's, he lives in New York. <laughs> he does live in New York, but that doesn't mean that he's only in New York at all. <laughs> anyway, Mario Maker 2 is getting more updates, and they're saying that the, in the future they're going to include new course parts. Now, this was a worrying thing uh, specifically for Bob because Mario Maker 1 uh, got a lot more updates. It got uh, like an update a couple weeks, I want to say, after the game came out. And it was like an update that like addressed a lot of people's complaints, which is like not mm. normal for Nintendo. Like they usually take a while to do those type of updates. Uh, but for Mario Maker 2, they kind of just like, eh. And then there was like the one update that they did mention that we would get at some point, which was to add multiplayer. And we recently got that. That was like cool right at the end of the week. Although it's, isn't it like super buggy? Yes. I mean, multiplayer just generally is super buggy. Um, but in this regard, it's like it's, it doesn't feel truly implemented into the game, I want to say, because with regular multiplayer, when you're playing with random people, it prioritizes courses that are designed for that or that the community has deemed to be good to play Mm-hmm. in multiplayer with this you just get whatever so some levels don't work properly some levels it's like if you don't get if you're not in first then you might as well not be playing sort of yeah thing. um so they still gotta fix it uh but i don't know what what else they i mean there's a lot of stuff like in terms of like mario like different suits and stuff that they can add um uh, but i find it interesting that they didn't mention anything about the uh like the game styles because I don't know. Do you have Mario Maker 2? I know you recently got your Switch. I don't have Mario Maker 2, but I definitely want to get it. I've just been trying to find time when I'd be able to have the time to sit down and really play it because I never had Mario Maker 1 because I didn't have a Wii U, although Mm -hmm. it it was something I meant to always get, but I never could justify the purchase. I mean, that's um, how millions upon millions of people. It's it's a shame because I actually like the Wii U as a console. I always had fun playing it Mm -hmm. at my sister's house, but it's it, it was a lot of money for me at the time. Um, but now that now, now that I have now, yes now, now that I'm big league MDB uh, I have the money now for stuff like that if anything it's a tax write-off and so I can easily buy uh, Mario Maker 2 I just want to wait until I have enough um, free time that I could really enjoy yeah. it because I get the right. feeling it's the kind of game I wouldn't make stages very often but I'd really have fun just sitting down for like you know a half an hour and just playing a few maps here and there I think that'd be a lot of fun um we gotta so, get the cute boys to play through multiplayer Mario Maker. Yeah, Confirm. I'm I'm absolutely up for that. That sounds like fun. Great. Like I've got a I've got a good capture. Pikachu, Pikachu on the stream right now, running oh way too God. slow. That was a terrible animation. There he goes. Pikachu <laughs> confirmed for Sword and Shield. Everybody, I know you're all worried about if Pikachu would be in the game or not. Pikachu is in fact in the game. He's in that forest. True, you can find him in the forest. Where is this forest? Who knows. Find, find him in the force with the green glowing mushrooms. Yeah, next to the mushroom, he'll run up there. Just stand there for how far are we into the stream? Like eight hours? Just stand there for eight hours. Yeah. And then Pokemon, uh, the Pikachu will just run up to you eventually. That was uh, a bad animation. His legs were moving way faster than he was actually moving oh across the Oh my God, screen. don't give the National Dex people fuel. Oh uh, <laughs> but yeah, for people that don't know, the Cute Boys, it's our stream uh, group, me, MDB, Bob, and Dan. On twitch.tv slash our respective channels. Is that actually what we're called now? <laughs> yup, it's the cute boys. Who made that decision? 
I don't remember. It was uh, I think a collective it was, decision. Was it Dan? I think Bob. I don't know. I think Bob said it first. It sounds like a Bob joke, but it I think I think Dan like was the one who named the 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 group chat. No, I did that. I okay. did that after Dan. Dan said something. I was like, I'm going to change the group chat today. <laughs> okay, is that official? Should we be getting branding? Do we all need yes. shirts now? Yes, I'll 100%. wear it. Why not? I, I it usually am wearing Bob's shirts. Not Bob's actual shirts, was... they're like a dress on me, but but <laughs> the Bob brand shirts, you know, Wolf Den Apparel. Yes. Um, we we went through a few iterations. We were supposed to be like the pants or something like that. I I'm sorry, it, it cut out. You just, ah. on my end, you just said we were supposed to be the pants. <laughs> the gold pants or something like that. The gold, no, when... I shot that down immediately because that sucked. Yeah, but your opinion doesn't matter, you know? <laughs> and the and, and the cute boys. Please, group. <laughs> I thought I was the most famous one. No, no, because no. me, Bob, and Dan are well. Me and Bob are usually on the same page, and Dan just goes with the flow. So you're yeah. outvoted by default. <laughs> yeah, Dan truly does just go with the flow. I started calling him Danagram, and he has never stopped me. <laughs> Dan, Dan, constantly, this is Dan. Yeah, <laughs> that's just Dan. The whole street. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Um, but yes, Mario Maker 2, getting more stuff. We don't know what it is or when we're going to get it, but rest assured, are we going to get it? Um, speaking of getting stuff for Mario, uh, we got a Mario mobile game. It's Mario Kart Tour, and most people don't. Well, I'm not going to say most people. Gamers don't like it, uh, but it's very successful in terms of downloads because it got 90, mil 90 million downloads, which significantly Whoa. trumps... All other Nintendo that aren't Pokemon Go. Okay, uh, I was Pokemon I was gonna ask about Pokemon Go there. Yeah, Pokemon Go like got like two hundred million or something yeah. crazy like that. You remember when people used to play that obsessively all the time? They did one update that pissed off everyone. Yes. What was with that? How still... is that the worst update in like gaming history in terms of dropped players? Possibly. Like, but I feel like they they've all they they still get up there. It was you know, a cultural like, phenomenon, that game. Yeah, and then they did right. a bad update. It blew my mind. It's crazy. But even when it was a cultural phenomenon, it wasn't. Like, it, it's a lot. You are cutting out so much more now. This is why I don't use Discord often, because it always cuts out on Discord. It's whenever so me and strange. Bob, whenever me and Bob stream, we use Google Hangouts. Oh, um, isn't Google Hangouts so. getting, like, shuttled soon? Um, they shut down the YouTube integration. Okay. See, that's so uh, strange. I don't know why you would be anymore. cutting out on that. Usually people with bad internet will cut out on it sometimes, but I don't yeah, think you've I, got I, particularly bad internet. I very much so do not. I have gigabit speeds. <laughs> oh, like I, I have, I, I'm lucky. I have like really nice fiber optic gigabit yeah, up and down kind of thing. Right. Same. Yeah, Same like, here. yeah, Canada finally got fiber optic. Finally. Oh, my God. Yeah, I just, um, I had fiber optic internet for a while, but then they said, hey, you want to, like, pay, I don't know, like $20 more or something like that to, like, triple your speed? And I was like, yeah, cool, sure. <laughs> and I did that. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Mario Kart Tour, 90 million downloads, second place in terms of first week was Animal Crossing, which makes sense because if we're talking about like hard like the game sales on traditional hardware, that nets out to be around what I would expect. 
mm-hmm. for that. Oh, um, um, you probably know this. Do you know when the next Animal Crossing game is out? I know it's coming soon. March. March? March I'm I'm really excited for that. I haven't played an Animal Crossing game since City Folk, and I really like those old Animal Crossing games. I'd love to get into a new one. Yeah, Animal Crossing is dope. You, you missed oh, out so much on it. Like, for me, like, like I, cool, my first yeah. one was the, the GameCube one, which I know was the first in English, and I got it yeah. for Christmas the year it came out. So for me, like just that me- that amazing opening music of that game and everything like it's a christmas game for me because of like when i first boot up and there's a snow and you make snowmen and whatnot but so it's like a winter game for me but even yeah, then just, t- uh, just those memories of like that. me and my sister playing it and like just that amazing music the game had and having fun like you know there wasn't a ton to do in the first animal crossing but it just feels so good and tranquil to play those games that i just love them to death yeah i was even booting up that game to play balloon fight (laughs) before it came out or before we got an official uh i did a couple of videos about animal did like they got like a hundred thousand plus views or whatever cool um and we're talking about it about like what are you going to do when are you going to announce the release date and like of the talk was maybe it's a holiday game and then uh crunch tofer specifically who's a community member here and also on the wolf then maybe on your streams i don't know if that, I, I don't know if you watch i don't stream. recognize the name um but crunch tofer he said that maybe they would delay it because animal crossing is slow in in the winter compared to other months um and that's an that, interesting idea but hmm I don't know how I feel. It does make sense, but at the same time, no, maybe part of this is just the nostalgia of it being my first game, but that's how you started it. Exactly, exactly, exactly. But every Animal Crossing game that I've played, I feel extra like playing it in the winter because I like making the snowmen and like Mm -hmm. all of the winter stuff, going to the igloos and they're like making soup in there and stuff like and part of it maybe is just that I'm Canadian, and so winter has kind of a nostalgic thing to it. Yeah, me. that's just like an everyday thing for you. That's like 80% of the year, right? <laughs> I, I mean, that's not horrifically inaccurate, uh, but like <laughs> win- winter is a big cultural thing here, and so, yeah. you know, playing out in the snow and everything, that's that that's a part of my upbringing. And so there is something about um, winter when I see the cold and the winter and the snow. Sometimes when I look out the window and it's snowing, I'll start thinking of that like na 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 like I think of that song I remember booting up that game and me and my sister just loving every second of it. Yeah man. Such a what an awesome feeling series. It's great. It's great man. Uh unlike Mario Kart Tour. Which yeah, I I don't like using my phone even to text or to do phone calls, let alone play video games. Like yes. the only person on a regular basis that I am willing to respond to text messages from is Fatima because yes. I hate mandatory touchscreens. Like I like the DS touchscreen. I like stuff like that. If I'm poking around at it for a game, like I'm totally I'm totally fine with that. But mm-hmm. if I have to type on it, shoot me. <laughs> like i don't this thing can never detect where i poke maybe it's like the heat registers and my fingers That's are it. off but it never gets where i'm trying to poke if you give me a stylus i'll be fine but i'm not typing with that crap give me a keyboard <laughs> i don't even like Speaking phone calls unrelated since we're doing a whole lot of tangents i've got a new one today but it it sucks because it's not going to be here until like 
freaking Tuesday or some crap because it's back ordered and I'm upset. Wait, what's back ordered? <laughs> iPhones. I got okay. a new iPhone okay. and they're still back ordered, which is like one of the reasons why I waited as long as I did because I just assumed it was going to be back ordered anyway, but they're still back ordered and that's stupid. But anyway, uh, Mario Kart Tour, it got 90 million downloads, but it only earned and only. I say, uh, twelve point seven million dollars. Okay, we're talking in Nintendo numbers. Remember that, everybody. Right, 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 right. Ninety million downloads for twelve million dollars. Kind of, you know, it's like I don't know if if that was worth it. But at the same time, something that is worth noting is the fact that they do have the subscription model thing, and they had a um, they have a trial period for that. For, so a lot of the revenue that they could be potentially making from this is just on hold, you know, for the people that decide to renew that or to pay into the subscription after the trial ends. Um, so we'll probably get a more accurate number for how much money they brought in after that, because there's no real reason to buy microtransactions if you pay for the subscription. Granted, the subscription is not a smart idea. So probably don't do that. Maybe get Apple Arcade or Google Arcade or whatever their their equivalent. Um, because it's the same price for more games. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> um, so yeah, Mario Kart Tour. That makes a lot of sense, and that's great. Cool. Um, next, more Mario news. <laughs> oh, this one um, bummed me out. Yeah, man. I would see this was the only one that I. I don't know if MDB knows about this, but I'm going to include. I think is important. Um, so on Twitter, I tweeted about this because I was upset about how Twitter uh, titled their their headline or whatever, where they they named it like Mario and Luigi developer, like not Mario and Luigi RPG developer, but just Mario and Luigi developer goes bankrupt. Yeah, like and that, I'm that's like, very misleading. Yeah, it's like, it sounds like Nintendo. <laughs> Like freaking uh, Miyamoto went bankrupt. <laughs> it doesn't sound like Shigeru that. Miyamoto stole all of the money from the vaults of Nintendo. It went on a gambling binge, and it's all gone now. Yeah, it's like <laughs> turns out Miyamoto was a lunatic now. waiting to break loose this whole time. <laughs> um. So yeah, Alpha Dream, uh, bankrupt because i don't and i don't know how this breaks down i'm curious to see how this works you know like who did they owe are they bankrupt because nintendo like did did nintendo have like a certain uh threshold for the last uh mario and luigi game to sell and they didn't meet that so they're like well you gotta pay us this freaking <laughs> like bounty that we had on this game rip dude um or is it like something about like middleware or whatever like i'm i'm really curious with how that is um, i don't know and I, I also want to know if nintendo might step in and just acquire them maybe i mean i don't know how well the the series sells nowadays because like i had mario and luigi superstar saga that game was awesome tons of personality uh great game i played partners in time that was also awesome and then i didn't play any of the other ones and part of that was just i got busy with other things in my life uh but mm -hmm. i almost wonder if i'm part of the problem i didn't keep up with the series and for all i know it's still awesome but i don't know yeah i mean they did a couple remakes um oof yeah the the last one that they did it said uh nintendo life has an article 
and the title of the article is Mario and Luigi Bowser Story plus Bowser Jr.'s Journey is one of the worst selling Mario games to date. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, I've heard, <laughs> I've heard very mixed things about Bowser's Inside Story where like, didn't they do a crossover game where it was Mario and Luigi mixed with Paper Mario? Yeah, uh-huh. And that's, see, that's the thing that's even more interesting about this. Granted, the developers of Paper Mario are not going anywhere because also the developers of Fire Emblem and yeah. Nintendo's like marquee franchises now. Um, yeah, I'm a very old school Fire Emblem fan. I just started to get into the new one, but I was I used to in elementary and high school play the SNES ones with like English fan translations. Ooh. Like I really, really like those old games and I play the Game Boy Advance ones as well. And the GameCube one and the little of the Wii one. And like, I'm just a hardcore fan of that series that for whatever reason got busy with other things in life and didn't play them for a long time. But like intelligent software, I, that company made so many great games. Like I love, uh, the advanced war series are awesome. Yes. Although that kind of fell off a cliff at some point, they just kind of stopped making them after days of ruin and days of ruin was a cool spinoff, but it wasn't great. They just had Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem took off, and they're like, all right, yeah. we're sticking with this one matters now. Yeah, <laughs> um, I wouldn't mind another Advance War game, though. I think you could make a I, real cool I, one on I Switch. I think you're alone with that. I think a lot of Really? I think on Switch it would do great. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think a lot of people feel that way. Oh, you, sorry, you saying the word not must have caught out, because I just heard, yeah, you're alone on that, and I'm like, really? No, 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 no. <laughs> a lot of people want that game. Oh, that there's is, some like, great music in that series. A lot of the videos that I'll do is like, hey, Nintendo should make this better. <clears throat> and one of the more requested, like, you should make a video about this, is Advance Wars. <laughs> so, oh, God, yeah. yeah, Advance Wars is cool as hell. Like, it's one of my old videos that got really popular just over the years, like an evergreen one, is like, just me talking about my favorite uh, commanding officers. <clears throat> I, I don't know enough about Advance Wars, but I... Your characters. I had, yes, I know. But I'm saying, like, I wouldn't know. Yeah, I like that guy. Yeah. You like grit? Um, what? Everyone likes everyone likes grit. Is that the guy with the wrench? <laughs> no, no, it's Andy. Grit's the guy who has oh, the extra okay. ranged attack, but he's bad in direct combat. Everyone likes grit. Okay, I guess I like You him. like grit. Yep, I'm confirmed. Uh, yes, that has been confirmed here. Uh, no new Pokemon on the boring mushroom stream, by the way. I'm still looking. Okay. Keep us posted. Can do. Uh, but yes. So Mario and Luigi, which, I mean, if people had to choose <laughs> which series did not get any more of, I think people dislike Paper Mario more now because yeah. they kind of like... What happened? Ruined, they they kind of ruined both series by trying to like make them more unique, you know? Where it's like, okay, well, Mario and Luigi, that's our RPG series. Uh, so Paper Mario, that has to be less of an RPG now. Uh, Which sucks because it was because original Paper Mario, I replayed like a couple of years ago for my show and it's mm -hmm. still awesome. Yeah. Like, Paper and, and the thing is, Paper Thousand Mario, Year Door, everyone remembers. Thousand Year Door and even Super Paper Mario are all dope. But yeah, after but that, okay, Super was, uh, Thousand Year Door hasn't aged as well as a lot of people seem to mm. remember. There's a ton of backtracking and boring crap. Uh, my friend Salt Factory actually did a really good video on this recently where it's still great, but it's not as good and it doesn't have as much personality as people remember. Mm. I think I think a lot of why everyone loved 
uh, Thousand Year Door and remember it so fondly is because they also remember the original Paper Mario so fondly. And right. although Thousand Year Door is still great, the real, real like charm that you can feel in you that is still alive in the original Paper Mario. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people like like compound them too you know yeah where it's like in their minds they just bleed in the one giant game <laughs> yeah and don't get me wrong you can go back and play thousand year door and you'll probably still really enjoy it but it didn't age as well like it really does feel like it's wasting your time sometimes whereas original paper mario never felt like it was wasting your time mm-hmm. all right well that's the news so let's move on the videos um, your video is going to come out soon, but mm -hmm. I want to talk a little bit about it. Not necessarily like no spoilers or anything like that. Like, I don't want to know like how you completed it or anything like that, but like, yeah, what was I the win. process? Yeah. Like what was the, I, I already know you didn't win. I know you're terrible at Pokemon. Oh this, yeah. I'm this, terrible. Yeah, yeah. 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 We know this, um, known fact. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, I just want to know like the, the process of it all, like how exactly did you come to this specific challenge? Like, was this one of the requested ones? And yeah, like that fan request. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. A, okay. one random guy said it in the comment section. Cause I actually read the comments cause I'm a psychopath mm -hmm. and I, I love reading comments. Um, no, one see, guy ever I, I suggested this one. So I did I, it cause I thought it was a good idea. Right. I think, I don't think you're a psychopath for reading your comments. I still, I agree with Bob that you are a psychopath for having notifications turned on though. No, I had, I had to that. turn them off about a week after the last time he scolded me, me for it because it As got to sure. a point where I was getting about 800, uh, emails a day. And I'm like, yes. I'm like, if I want to keep making a Pokemon challenge every single week, I can't keep reading every single comment. I just yeah, can't do no. it anymore. It, right. it hurts because uh, I took so much pride in saying I read all of them for eight years. Um, mm -hmm. But like I, I it's literally impossible. Now I just refresh my comment section a handful of times every day. And if it's a video that I know won't get many comments, like under 100, then I'll wait for it to be up for a couple days, then hit the button and just read all of them. Mm -hmm. uh, it, for me, it's it's a it's a moving like target where it's like because there, there's like there's been multiple videos that have like done really well and they get a lot of comments especially for the nature of my videos where it's like it's usually a, some type of prompt of like what do you think about this mm -hmm. and then they'll respond with a freaking paragraph i for a long time wanted to respond to all of them that's um, hard and th yeah you and just then, don't always have uh, something to say yeah and a lot of times like a lot of times the comment is like i like this video <laughs> and yeah it's like uh, and i don't want just even now, like if I have multiple comments where I'm like, thanks, I try to change how I say things. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Just like copy and paste everything. I don't um, want them to so, feel like it's yeah. meaningless. Like you're just right. copying and pasting. Like even yeah. though you genuinely thanks is what you would probably say to all of them. Sometimes it's mm -hmm. nice to change up the wording just so that they they realize that this is not a bot. This really is. Yeah, you. I read this. It wasn't a canned response. or anything. Yeah, yeah. And that's why um, I like the love button so much, which is such yeah. a terrible name for it, though. But I, I like that a lot because I just want people to know that I read their comment and I thought it was funny or something. Right. Yeah. Um, so process. You said this one took you two weeks. Uh, this, wow. Yeah. OK, so this <laughs> one, I thought this would be a quick and easy one. Um, mm. usually what I do is you'll see like some of these are clearly ones that will take longer than a week, like one Wobbuffet. 
or one Magikarp, one Sunkern. Um, the early ones tend to be the ones that take longer because I was under no scrutiny to keep them going quickly. But right. the later ones, uh, Wobbuffet, no uh, Pokey Center, uh, stuff like that that obviously are going to take a long time. Um, what I do is I will take a suggestion that I like that a lot of people ask that is one that I know I can do in like two days if I power through it. And then mm -hmm. I do that. And while I'm editing it, I'll be grinding in the next Pokemon challenge. That way I'm working on one on the side. That's one that will take multiple weeks. Well, I already have one done for that week. For instance, okay. the Yamcha one I did of the, that ROM hack, that Dreamball Z ROM hack of Pokemon Fire Red. That was a really fun, goofy one that I did. And it genuinely was one of the shortest ones I did because it's very, very easy challenge because the game is horrifically badly balanced because it's, it's a ROM hack. Um, mm -hmm. And so I did that, and that was a very, very quick side thing for me to do that I had a lot of fun with. I did that when I did it because I had already started on one of Pokemon Black with only Bidoof, and it was taking so long that I realized I'm not going to get this done in time. I got to real quick do another one. So I did another one real quick, and it was that, and I'm just enough of a machine at this from all these years on YouTube that I can do it quick like that. I can edit fast. Um, right. and no one thought it was shoddy. I never got any comments of anyone thinking like, oh, you cheaped out on this. Like, no, I'm, I'm good enough at it that it doesn't feel rushed. Um, yeah, even though it, it was, yeah, it was system. completely rushed, yeah. but I didn't cut right. corners. I just work fast. Um, yeah. And so there, like some, some of my biggest videos are videos last now and I'm going to do this one the night before <laughs> it has to go live, mm -hmm. you know? Like that, that sort of thing. And just because I have like a, a certain level of like, this is bare minimum what I'm able to do in this amount of time and it's good enough, mm -hmm. then it's usually at least serviceable and people don't say anything about it. Um, yeah. Usually the only type of comments I get is like, oh, this video's significantly better if I spend a lot more time on it. But yeah. I never get any comments that are like, this one sucks, man. Like Exactly. <laughs> and and that's, that's kind of part of my philosophy behind making these videos is that um, I get them done really, really fast and they might not be as polished as um, some of the more... Like a game theory video. <laughs> a, a, an example would be... Um, an example would be John Stone, who is another Pokemon YouTuber that I think is really fantastic. He doesn't do the challenges in the type that I do. He right. does very, very different kinds of challenges that he comes up with. Mostly the Pokemon, um, was the Professor Oak challenge, which is one that I believe he came up with. That's really interesting. Um, and he does informational videos. He does a lot of Pokemon stuff. His are very, mm -hmm. very polished and mellow, and they're meant to be... Uh, less exciting and more simply very interesting or even good background noise. You could binge his channel like crazy as background information and probably really enjoy it like a podcast. Uh, mm -hmm. Very different appeal on his channel. But he does make them slower, you know, every two or three weeks. And although they're very, very polished and that's very cool, um, right? although they're very polished and that's very cool, um, people part of the appeal of my show is that because I rapid fire them out so much, people don't mind that there's a little bit less polish and they're a little bit shorter because the biggest compliment I always get is I'm blown away that you do one every week because the Pokemon challenge channels that came before me would usually do about three a year. If that, oh my goodness. and so the fact that I do these nonstop like this, like <clears throat> it's probably why I get people who, I actually get very, very less of this than you'd think, but people who think I'm cheating, 
Um, mm. Some people just misunderstand game mechanics in it, and that's why right. they think they'll see something on screen and they think that must be cheating, like a, a common one. I say common. I've seen it maybe 10 times. Uh, but um, someone saying, like, wait, shouldn't your Pokemon not be obeying you because you're above, above the badge level? And they don't know that that's for outsider Pokemon, ones that you yeah. trade. Because the game doesn't right. really explain that well. Like, that's honest mistakes. But a lot of people will just say, you're cheating. There's no way you could have done that this fast. And the response to that is just, yeah, I, like the reason that there's so many hours in the save file, you, you see there's like 90 hours on the save file. Yeah, I was working on this from when I woke up to when I went to sleep basically every day. And also I was doing it for not one week, but probably two weeks because I did another challenge that was much faster, one that only takes two days to do. And then I can edit on the side and everything and like stuff like that. Like those, those all in-game trade challenge ones I did were very fast to do. And it's why I was able to keep things going at that time. I was very well ahead of schedule at that time. That's awesome. Um, so that, that's, I mean, that, that's kind of how I do it is just I will intentionally take ones that I think are fast um, that people request specifically um, mm. to give me time to do the hardcore hardcore ones because some people like the goofy ones and some people like the hardcore ones and there's very different audiences watching. Um, right. The reason the bug one didn't come out on time is the first time since I said I'm just going to do one a week um, is the first time that I didn't make that deadline. And the reason mm -hmm. for that was I thought it was going to be quick. I once again underestimated how long uh, Gen 5 is because although the text speed is really fast and you can like mash through it and stuff, there's a lot of little things like that. If you have to over level, then the amount of experience you get is almost nothing. And even mm -hmm. if you're doing the shaking grass Audino thing, the diminishing yeah. returns, if you're over leveled, get so bad that at a point it's it's better to just go to Victory Road, go back and forth and talk to the doctor a bunch that ends up being faster by many, many hours. And like, oh, the the bush shook again and one of the mushrooms near it glue. And I think we're back on the loop. Never mind. Sorry. Thought something was interesting. <laughs> Rip. Rip. Um, but, I always uh, get like, because you said something about, I saw you tweet, maybe it was last week or early this week. Um, you said something about Audino. Mm -hmm. And I was like, uh, I was like, can't you do the like the QR code thing? And that's Gen Six. So I was like, oh well, Brit, <laughs> can't, yeah, can't like, do that. There's, I don't really have many options for speeding up. There are yeah. areas sometimes where the Audino thing is the fastest, but um, but unfortunately, yeah, like it's not the Gen only 6. thing in the shaking. Like there are times where I had to grind in Pinwheel Force, and I was 15 levels above that. And mm -hmm. also in Pinwheel Force, the shaking grass. Uh, almost half the time it's actually low experience Pokemon, not Audino. So some parts took like a long time, like to once I beat the elite four to get enough levels to then beat N the second from final boss before the credits took two days. That's 16. That's no, that's more. I, I did like 10 to 12 hours. Those two days on grinding. Oof. Just grinding in Pokemon, um, I tried multiple different ways of doing it to see what was fastest, and unfortunately, the doctor in um, Victory Road was the fastest. I had to gain 10 levels on six Pokemon, and oh I was so overleveled because I had to get from 60 to 70 with right. six Pokemon. So I had to I had to gain 
60 levels, well over leveled by an enormous margin, and a lot of these Pokemon I had to fight, I could not one shot with most of my team. One of them did so little damage, I had to experience share to level him up. But I did, and this is with me using the lucky egg on whoever was at the front of the party every single time to get mm. more experience. Like, that is how bad the experience gain gets in Gen 5. Did you do like the multiple lucky egg thing? What's the multiple lucky can, egg thing? You can, well, I don't know if you had, like, because you can farm them. Yeah. Uh, with like a Pokemon with like Thief or something like that. Yeah. Um, I think that's post game though. Oof. I, I'm pretty Rich. sure there's no renewable source of lucky eggs before post game. That's the thing too, is a lot of TMs that are incredibly useful that could have sped things up are post game, like the psychic TM. I could have really used that. Um, but, and, and that's another frustrating thing about Gen 5 with these challenges is that Gen 5 is when they had reusable TMs and you would think that would open you up to a ton of really creative strategy. And it would, if not for how a lot of them are post-game, and I don't do the mm. post-game in it because it's too long, and yeah. and also that do, I have to grind um, so much to get to a lot of these TMs. So I've seen, like, I don't know, like four? Like four-year challenge videos? Mm -hmm. I don't think I've watched any of the Gen 2 ones yet. Do you do Kanto in those two? Yeah, I, I beat Red. Oh, okay. See, that's the thing is I do post-game if there is post-game, Unless mm. it's, um, I, I, like I didn't do it for platinum, which was that. Pikachu because mm. one is I was kind of running out of time and two, um, there's no real clear final best guy thing. There's like a rematch yeah. for the elite four, but honestly I squeaked by the elite four so closely that I'm like, you know what? I got the credits. I beat the challenge. It'd be really cool to say that I beat the elite four again at the higher level, but realistically I'm not going to be able to do that. Like Nobody I that's said the thing anything is, about like the battle frontier. No, no one really complained about that. Some people said, mm -hmm. I wish you rematched the elite four, but okay. that's, that's the thing is like, I just explain why I don't when I don't, uh, my criteria right. is I reach the credits, but if there is another thing and I have time, I will try my best. So in gen two and three, I always do the final red or, um, Steven fight because in the, in the case of gen three, the travel time between when you get the credits and going to at least attempt fighting Steven is like five minutes i can just go over and try it and if i can't beat him bummer if i can then let's try for it um with red um in for fighting red in gen 2 obviously you need to beat all the the kanto gyms but honestly i i have it down to such a pattern and the kanto gyms are so so low leveled that i can just turn off battle animations and go beat all the kanto gyms and quest things to get to mount silver in like under two hours Wow. So like that's it's very easy. Like I if I can beat the Pokemon champion, if I can beat Lance, it doesn't matter if I'm like doing a one Pokemon Sunkern challenge even. I don't remember any of the Kanto gym leaders giving me issues with Sunkern. Mm -hmm. That is how weak they are if you're over leveled. Right. Yeah. And they, I think they say stuff about that like in the game. <laughs> like about I, I but I think it might even be I think Kanto talks like Johto's underleveled. It's strange. Um, I, and, and that makes sense because Johto's Pokemon are lower level than Kanto's because Kanto yeah. is post-game. Uh, right. But like, it's funny because you as the player, you find Kanto is the easy one because to get right. there, you have beaten Lance. And if yeah. you've beaten but Lance, I, I you can beat any of those gym leaders, either than Blue. Blue is the one gym leader that routinely gives me issues. 
I think the reason why they look at it like that is their first gym is on like level 40 or whatever. Yeah, like their lowest level gym is Brock, who's still like 42 or something. Yeah. Like, so like to them, you got to be a badass to get a to get a badge in Kanto. Like how tough do you to get to the Elite Four? You got to beat Blue. Blue is actually a genuinely tough gym leader in Gen 2. He's the replacement earth or ground gym leader, but he's got a mixed like team. Yeah. Um, and right, right, it's right. genuinely a hard battle. Like I skip all of the Kanto gym leaders in whenever I do um, Gen 2. Like I'm like, look, here's a montage of me beating a few of them. They're a pushover until and blue. Then and then I do the blow by blow on blue because minutes of blue. <laughs> yeah. Cause blue is legitimately hard. He's not even close to red, but like he's legitimately a proper battle. He's like Pokemon champion difficulty. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's that always makes a good point in the video. Right. So you bringing that up, like the, the blow by blow and stuff like that. I think that's a good transition for my video because there was a lot of questions for me for that, that I had to answer for myself mm -hmm. because Smash Brothers is like, it's not really that type of game, you know, like I yeah. didn't. I didn't know how to do that, <laughs> you know? Um, it's hard to and, come up with a challenge for that game. It's not the kind of game that lends itself to that. Right. And Bob has been telling me forever. Like, he's like, you got to do Smash Brothers challenges. And I'm like, what would I do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I completely like, agree with Bob, though. That's a good idea. I mean, I don't know. We still don't know. Your video didn't come out. I'll give it a boost, but it's not looking great. Not yeah. looking great um yeah i mean it, it's, it's something that's so different Just, again give I it time because like my i had three challenges up before any of them got popular and they still go, only got popular after like two months of being up did they perform within the margin of your usual yeah because that's my crap. main problem because, yeah they, like, they performed like crap for the first uh one and a half two months so, and then so they I, then they hit homepage and started exploding mm -hmm. like one day, i'm used to waking up to about 50 emails of comments and then uh -huh. one day i woke up to hundreds and i checked and it was okay. homepage all three homepage okay so for this the reason why i'm kind of like down on it is because this video is like the worst performing video i've put out in a long time and it, it 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 makes sense because it's so different from what i usually do um and again like because a lot of people that like regularly uh watch my videos are used to like having some sort of takeaway to respond to mm -hmm. there's not really a takeaway here it's just a thing of like most comments are either like oh man I, like uh i thought you would be able to do it here or or like um i was surprised you could do it or i like how you did this i like how the commentary was like you know like responses to like the mm -hmm. format yeah, it, it was um, great. So like, I, I feel like I learned from it, and that's great. Thank like, you. I've, I'm very inexperienced at Ultimate. I mostly just watch competitive uh, Melee from back in the day. And so um, a lot of this was new to me, and it felt really insightful, and I felt like I was walked along really well, and I, had, and I enjoyed just w literally watching the fights was fun. Uh, I think you did a really good job on that video. Literally, I the only thing that, that I would have majorly done different if I were in your shoes and if I were able to do that kind of challenge, which I'm clearly not good enough for, I just do different music. It's not to my taste, which is personal oh. preference more than anything. <laughs> yeah. I thought yeah. it was a bit too mellow for me. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we usually like just like similar to like chill hop stuff. Yeah. Um, just because it's easy to like type in the thing of like chill hop and then a lot of different music pops up. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, I I wanted to normally I would try to do the whole video game music thing, but I just don't want to go through the hassle of like potentially getting the copyright thing and like I could I've probably never gotten Nintendo a copyright on stuff. any of my challenges. Do you do you do like Pokemon music and stuff on Straight there? Straight right? up the music from the games, yeah. Yeah, okay. I need That's to, the I thing, need though, is I'm not afraid of content ID claims for Nintendo. I've fought them before, and I always win. That's the thing, is, like, not, YouTubers are terrified of, of content ID afraid, claim for some reason. I'm not afraid of Nintendo at all, because yeah. I've never had any problems with them. And now that I have, like, a direct line, I can be like, hey, you claim this. Can you, like, figure that out? Um, I just don't want to deal with that in the event that I do, you know? Yeah, it like, is a pain. Right, right, right. Because I usually <laughs> like early videos, like early first three videos that I've ever done. I think I used Nintendo music, Smash Brothers music even. Mm -hmm. um, and it was fine. I didn't get any copyright strikes or anything like that. Um, but I just like it's just so much easier to be like, OK, Epidemic Sound. There it is. I know <laughs> yeah, that it's fine. It's a great website, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's just so easy to do that. Um, but yeah, like that, that was the thing that I, I enjoyed about doing this is like that I usually don't have questions about the process of making a video of like, okay, how do I approach this? Like, what am I doing? <laughs> uh, and that, that's why I was like such a huge relief to like most of the responses that I got people being like, man, like it actually makes it sound like I knew what I was doing. I mean, I knew what I was doing playing the game. Like I knew that. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know how to approach commentary and like that stuff. Where I was like, do I live commentary this? Like, it, since it's not this sort of like, you know, like it's not as beat by beat as a Pokemon game would be, where it's like, and then I use Fire Blast, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, it's hard to be like, and here I forward air, and then I back, and then I up, and then I spot dodge, you know? <laughs> like, do I do that? Or do I just, um, it would just, hard to understand like which parts of it do i speed up do i have to include mm -hmm. the whole match or like that that sort of thing i think um, you did a good job on that and it it also shows that you've done youtube for quite a while uh that you come across as confident enough that i think that no matter wh what way you would have done it no one would have been able to peg that you didn't know what you were doing and that's that's uh, something that just kind of comes with the territory of having done YouTube long enough and feeling comfortable mm -hmm. enough in it. Where like right. with my first Pokemon challenge, I didn't know what I was doing. I had watched right. some and I enjoyed them. And that's why I wanted to try one because they weren't booming at the time. There was yeah. a few that were really old and had a lot of views. Um, there was no sign whatsoever that there was a gold rush like there is now. Like a lot of a cool small idea. channels like... There are tons of small channels now that shout me out at the beginning saying I inspired them. There are people who come to me and say, you spearheaded this. And I, I clarify that I'm not the first guy to do this, but it seems like the current trend on YouTube is it started getting really, really big recently because mine started to take off on everybody's feed. I'm not mm -hmm. the originator or anything, but I'm the spearhead of the current gold rush, which is a strange situation for me to be in. But it makes sense because from the very beginning of the ones that I did, it had great production value. It sounded like I knew what I was doing just because right. I'm a good speaker and I am good enough at the games. I'm familiar with them enough and mm -hmm. all of that just because I am so experienced as a YouTuber in general. And right. I've... I've been an on-screen personality since I was a teenager. Like, I I was doing short films in high school and stuff. Like, I've always been kind of a public speaker. Mm -hmm. And so it's just... For me, it was like you were, a, I mean, a very direct inspiration for that because you literally told me. 
like you were like Sorry, oh, you, you, you cut out for a second i said you were a very direct inspiration because you literally told me to make challenges like yeah yeah i told you to do said, it make pokemon challenges and i'm like okay <laughs> you know uh, but i didn't want like because just thinking about it to me, it was your thing, you know, because like I've only seen your Pokemon. I've never watched anybody, literally any other person's Pokemon challenges, never watched them. So I didn't want that to be the thing, you know, like mm. it feels better because we talked about spoilers. We're going to do like Pokemon Sword and Shield stuff. Um, and that feels OK because we're doing it together and it's a collaborative thing. Mm. Um, I didn't want to just straight up be like, can I beat Pokemon no, X and, y and see, the, this is another you know, thing like, that makes me different from most YouTubers. Is I'm completely fine with that. I mm -hmm. have there are dozens of channels cropping up that have some of them have never done YouTube videos before this. They're doing Pokemon challenges. They title it the same way that I do mine. Some of them try to rip off my thumbnails really blatantly. And although yeah, I've I, seen those. Although seen I those. wish that they would get their own style a little bit, and I think maybe they will with time. Uh, I fully endorse these people doing these challenges. I do not own the format. Nobody owns the format. I'm a Let's Player primarily. Is everybody who does a video Let's Play a ripoff of Slow Beef? No. Like, that was the YouTuber who did the first video Let's Play, which wasn't even on YouTube back in the day. And right. he's not even the originator of what Let's Play originally was, which was forum posts. Like, mm -hmm. I do not care if you use the same format as me. A rising tide raises all ships. Compete right. with me me by all means compete with me i want to see you succeed too and if you get into my suggested videos by doing something similar it will help you grow and then you can have fun doing whatever you want to do and so right. i i want to see everybody else succeed through this and if you succeed through doing basically the same thing as me that's okay i'm not going to judge you for that i want to see everybody succeed in this whole thing and so that's why like i just flat out told you just do Pokemon challenges if you want to, like, try that. Like, do a Pokemon challenge. It'll get big. It'll get attention on your channel. And I think your channel's really good. And so you'll have to do content that gateways people in, for instance. Uh, I've had a lot of success. Like, you know, a lot of channels, they'll do something that gets really popular and then no one watches their other stuff and it dies out eventually because of that. Mm. I have gateway series that help people... Um, watch my other you stuff. You have a lot more Pokemon stuff too. Yeah, it's I, like, I do like Pokemon ROM hacks, for instance, mm -hmm, with like the right. Dermal Zen one, where it's me goofing around with my friends. And it is literally the exact same thing I've been doing for all of these years, but Pokemon related. And so people will check it out. And by the end of the playlist, a lot of them tell me that they just love me goofing around with my friends so much that they start watching like my Nancy Drew Let's Play. Like I was doing Pokemon challenges at the same time of a, as a Nancy Drew Let's Play because yeah, all I care about, about at the end of the day is having fun right. if if this pokemon challenge thing dies out and for whatever reason somehow everybody who watches my other stuff who found me through that leave i'm still gonna keep doing pokemon challenges until i don't find them fun anymore and i'm still mm. gonna keep doing let's play even though it's at the detriment of my channel because since day one i have always been about it's a creative outlet. I'm doing what I want to do to have fun. And I'm really happy that other people are having fun with it. Right. And that's, that's another reason why I wanted to do it in the way I did it because I, I kind of just merged with you and Bob because Bob knows like everybody, I have this reputation 
for being good at this game, right? Mm. Um, and I have this reputation for liking Pokemon a lot, and specifically liking Pokemon Trainer a lot, which we're going to get to a question later in question, uh, Q&A about that. Um, so it just made sense where it was like, okay, this is a Pokemon challenge. It's like a tongue-in-cheek, like it's a Pokemon mm-hmm. challenge, ah, ah, you know, like it's something that like is just- Yeah, I thought it'd be funny. That we can, we can talk about like whenever we do collaborations or like I haven't seen your video. I know you said you were going to like mention it, but mm-hmm. like- yeah. Not, it's not this one because the script was already done for this one at the point. Okay. Yeah. But I, I do want to, I want to show you because like I, I really like shouting out smaller channels. In mm-hmm. um, it sounds condescending, but I like shouting out smaller channels that help keep me entertained while I'm grinding. Um, right. In my Pokemon challenges, again, I want to spread the success. And mm-hmm. so if I think someone's channel is really good, I'll shout it out during it. It's not always smaller. I shout it out fucking. I shouted out. Rip, dude, we made so long. We made so long. I, I shouted out uh, Red Letter Media in one of them because that's what I was marathoning at the time. I love Red Letter Media. Way bigger than me. Way bigger. But yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't take it any kind of time kind of way. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. Like I but, am by fact, factually a smaller channel than yeah, like it, I, just and that's the thing is like, if you look at the history of my channel, I've collaborated with people who have zero subscribers because if your channel is good and I like your content, then I want to work with you. It's, mm. it's not, it's, it's a thing of two friends having fun and it, right. I would like to see it help you succeed. It is not a thing of, I want something out of you. Right. And that, and so, that like, is why that, I've worked with people who are bigger than me and people who have no subscribers. Yeah, that's always been a thing because we've had the inverse, right? Where yeah. like our channel was doing really well, um, and the only the only barrier for me was just that like I didn't know if there was anything that I want to do because like you do like a lot. So you're cutting out like, like mad that. all of a sudden. Oh my god, I hate Discord so much. Okay, uh, you're but, good. Okay, I had said that the the only thing that was like a barrier for me to like collaborate with four was just that we didn't really make content that was the same in any way like there was no connective thread there but now we both talk about pokemon so much mm-hmm. so it's easy you know like yeah. it's, it's just such a natural uh collaborate like we have um brooks um who's a friend of this channel he does like character design stuff how do we collaborate with him on yeah. a regular basis you know like that sort of thing um so that's really the only barrier for me where it's just like do our brands make sense in a way that we can make a video and it's not forced um but yeah. outside of that i don't really have anything that's like how many subscribers do you have and like that's I don't yeah really I, i've never been a fan of that whole thing like a good example of that is when bob and i first met each other um, it, it turns out like, I just saw him like one of my tweets and I'm like, I recognize that display picture. And, uh, he was, it was when he was shadow banned on Twitter. So I didn't, it turns yes, out I just never got I a notification that. before of him following me, but I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, I've seen one of his videos. I saw his video on Twitch streams forever ago. Why is he following yeah. me? I talked to him and it's like, Oh, he follows me because he saw my video forever ago and how YouTubers get paid. We just made a similar video. We were in each other's suggestive videos. We met each other through them. We became friends. Uh, right. we became friends cause he's an artist and I was talking to him about how I have aphantasia and I find art really fascinating. And we became friends and everything. His channel was significantly smaller than mine at the time and made way less views than me at the time. But I don't care because his channel's awesome. And so I was there like almost every week watching Wolf Den Live when I, at the time I had more free time. Then for a long time, for like a year and a half, he was way bigger than me when he started taking off when the Switch was coming out. 
And then now uh, I'm growing like seven times faster than him and I'm getting more views than him again. And I predict in the future, he's going to get above me. And one of these days you're going to get above us and Dan might get above us. Dan's probably going to get way above us one day. See, that's the thing. I think once the algorithm takes hold of me and dan i think we're all going to slingshot all the time it's oh, never yeah, going to be a thing I, that's all just four like, of us oh there's a pokemon on the stream oh my god okay 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 there was like there were some fluff things that that fell down and they looked like a pokemon's face like a it was like um what's it called a hiplop or whatever the the uh hopip hopip's evolution the the one with the cotton um the, the fluffy it jump looked, jump luff. Okay, it looked like jump luffs, but they were smaller. They were glowing, and it was definitely different Pokemon. And they some of them fell in the bushes. That's a new Pokemon, was, I think. Was it um? Did it look like a mushroom man? No, <laughs> no, like, no. Okay, because that, that's a different Pokemon. No, it was like one of those floating like dandelion seed things. But it was a okay. Pokemon, and it was glowing. I think that's a new Pokemon I just saw. But right, yeah, I can I can easily see like of the four of our channels, I really do think they're going to be periods of time where each one of us is on top. Like, mm. I don't think any one of the four of us are going to be the biggest growing channel of us right now, which is why I always say, like, I really want to see you and Dan take off because it is seriously just a matter of time when something gets on homepage or whatever, because you right. I, I've always looked at a channel as a as a bonfire and you're putting quality lumber and quality lumber and whenever that spark hits how long it'll burn and if you can keep it burning it depends on how much lumber there is and how good the quality is dan's yeah. is of wicked quality you have a really good balance of quality and quantity um i think that both of them like it's gonna be like bobs where as soon as it takes off you can keep it going basically forever there will be slight down periods and up periods there's always going to be fluctuation but it'll be perfectly healthy and i see the exact same thing with you and dan yeah for sure like think, mine I, is I, the weirdest I mean, channel mine is just a weird creative dumping ground i upload yeah, things throughout the I week th that have nothing to do with each other like my channel should not function if not for how people like listening to me talk yeah, I think your channel is proof that like there are exceptions to like how like the best yeah. practices. I break every rule like, the best and I do it intentionally. Just, like, you should like you would probably benefit more if you just did one Pokemon challenge a week yeah. versus the amount of videos that you do that are. Oh not yeah, if that. I migrated but everything to like, a different yeah. channel, it'd be better for me. But mm -hmm. I, but I just, I just want to do what I want to do. Like I'm stubborn. Exactly. And right, so, like, right, right. I, this is my creative number. Like, I, I succeed in spite of my own decisions that I do mm -hmm. intentionally. And that's right. kind of just how I've always been. I am just, I am incredibly fortunate that I'm somebody that everybody seems to get along with and people love listening to me talk. Right. And Speaking that's just that, my, my natural talent is I can ramble forever and people don't We went get off tired. the rails. Yes. Okay. Let's get into the comments. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Eric Henley. He said, I humbly request a Smash Ultimate Get Good series where you teach us noobs the combos and best ways to use the characters. I want to get good at Smash because I have good internet now, but trying to practice online kills my GSP and I end up bunny mashing to do anything. Um, all right. So th the thing about like this series, I kind of wanted to like, um, we, we like talked about like how like, kind of how shut up siri <laughs> uh, we i wonder talk, what that was uh we we talk about <laughs> like how how i approach like the scripting and stuff like that mm -hmm. um a lot of that was because i wanted to like inject 
some of the value of the other videos where it's like I always try to have teachable moments in there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't just going to be about the challenge. And like there was a comment from Falcon, um, who's a dedicated viewer who I'm sure is in the comments of this video, um, where he was like, oh, longest intro ever. And that's because he knows me. Like he knows mm-hmm. how I play this game and he understands Pokemon Trainer and he plays Smash Brothers. But for people that don't, that intro was all information because yeah. otherwise you don't understand why this is a hard thing. Like, for people that don't play this game, it's like, oh, well, Squirtle's a character. What's so impressive about winning a tournament with a character and a roster of the game that the tournament's in? You know, like, there's nothing yeah. about that. But if I can, like, tell you, like, no, this is impressive because it's a portion of a character. It would be like uh, me telling you to win a, a game of, I don't know, chess with only using your bishop. You know, like yeah, and no like, other I, piece. <laughs> like, like I'm not allowed to use the B button for this run. Like, that's yeah. that could really, really hamper a lot of characters. Right, and that, and that's like the thing. Like, it, whenever I um, like, if you see me play, and I'm sure we'll play Pokemon, uh, like Smash Brothers at some point for sure. Um, but you'll like, it's such a different thing from like how I played that match yeah. because. There's so many different ways to recover with Pokemon Trainer. You could literally literally recover from pretty much anywhere because you can use all three of their recoveries yeah. in tandem with each other. I lost that ability. And uh, Squirtle doesn't have any good out-of-shield options. He's not good in the air. So I can just get juggled for the rest of my life and not be able to do anything about it. <laughs> but because I, like, just how I understood everything else like movement just generally i was able to do it um and that's what i want to use this series for it's like whenever there's teachable moments like that to be like and you can do this too and this is why this worked and this is why this didn't work you know yeah i think that's Um, a good idea so i don't know if i'll do like a dedicated like how to smash brothers you know but like there will be moments like that in these videos in the event that they take yeah if you were Um, to make tutorial videos though i would definitely be interested in that and also um (laughs) (coughs) <coughs> sorry sick also uh eric hendley uh i see your tweets often uh i like you yes. you're great yes he is he is mm-hmm. great um so next thanks eric <laughs> chris garrett says really enjoyed the commentary and honestly we're gonna be able to win first attempt so i was surprised when you didn't um i'm gonna read I, that for you just because you cut it so many times during uh, it so we have a clean take okay of it. you read you read you're gonna be the reader now oh, sure there we go that's a good idea chris garrett okay. really enjoyed the commentary and honestly thought you were a <laughs> fuck yes. me chris Rip dude, you didn't get <laughs> chris garrett really enjoyed the commentary and honestly thought you're gonna be able to win on your first attempt so i was surprised when you didn't um, yeah, I d- did not think that I could do like what a lot of because I thought just recording it because when I first did this, I didn't know if it was going to be a video or not. I just was tired of Bob telling me to do it constantly. I was like, all right, I'm fine. I'll try it and see if I can even do this. So I was like, all right, I'm going to try this five times and that's it. So like everything that I said in that video was literally something that I did. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I went in not thinking that I could do this because I knew the the shortcomings and I knew that Squirtle is not my strong suit. Squirtle is probably the best out of the three if you're really really good at this game, like like top tier level. But even then, Squirtle isn't like serviceable as a 
a character that only exists in the way that he does without being able to switch. Because like even competitive players that mostly use Squirtle still use the other ones to get back to the stage. Mm-hmm. Um, so at no point did I think that I had this in the bag. Even with the last one, the like the last attempt, even though like in hindsight it looked like it was a lot easier than it was on that on those strings of matches, because none of them were really close. Um in the last um it still was like a thing of like, I don't know if I'd be able to do this, but hopefully. The other two Pokemon, though, I'm significantly more pop, uh, uh, confident that I can uh, do that. <laughs> okay. Could be wrong, but I just feel more comfortable with them. Um, but, yeah, moving into the next one. This, Sen- this, this isn't literally this guy's name, but I he has a name that I just don't want to read <laughs> on this podcast. All right. Censored Name asks, or says rather, I like how analytical you are about your approach. Nice video. Yeah, I I just felt like that was like the easiest way to make content out of it, you know, mm-hmm. where it wasn't just a thing of like, all right, I'm playing Smash Brothers, you know. Uh, so I, I definitely wanted to like do some level of commentary, but not do play by play because I, I just don't think play by play in a game like Smash Brothers is useful or interesting. Because like I appear not here in and that I style of video, and... no. Uh, right. Play by play is great in a tournament when you also have like a yeah, color yeah, commentator yeah. and everything. Right. You know, like you right. would do in pro wrestling, basically. You know, yeah, you yeah, you have yeah. the analyst, you have the color commentator, and you have the play by play, and they all play off each other. Right. I just mean like if if somebody else is commentating the match, then there there's more that they can add to it. Mm-hmm. But if in retrospect, me commentating the match is forward smash here because x y you cut out so hard i hate this (laughs) i don't know why Uh, discord is like this for you it's so strange i don't either i don't either rip um but i basically said that i like me commentating myself and respect just wouldn't be super interesting because i would be like and i forward smashed here like because not every not every move that i do has this super analytical approach to it it's exactly. like i i have a, a a broad idea of like okay this is how this person plays and this is how i'm going to approach them so that's what i wanted to comment on where it's like and this is when i switched into this mode of like this is what i'm going for and this is what i think they're going for so this is how i'm going to avoid that yeah and that's that's something too is that sometimes you're just trying things to see how they react to gauge your opponent not unlike how a right. boxer is sometimes throwing jabs just to gauge reach mm-hmm. yeah i mean that's that's exactly what it is it's it's all about positioning mm-hmm. especially with a, a character portal because the like you know you, you're familiar with like uh neutral like the yeah. concept of that in a fighting game um playing neutral with squirtle you're not supposed to approach with him like you're supposed to other people approach and you got to use like his movement and stuff like that to make them do something stupid and then you react to that and you get them into a string or a combo and you go from there um so it was just a lot of moments like that where i'm like poking at them they're like all right what you're going to do what you're going to do you're going to commit you're going to commit to something all right gotcha (laughs) you know but yeah moving on grim hane's comment grim hane uh says well, being honest, I'm very much not the demographic for this. Aside from Pokemon, I don't care about Smash pretty much at all. I know, OMG, Shock, Outrage, blah, blah. The things I enjoyed about it, uh, your, analy- your analysis of the weaknesses of this challenge and your various fights, 
Things I wasn't thrilled about, Smash, and the departure from general gaming news, though. Uh, thoughts. Uh, as I said, though, I'm not the demographic. That's, uh, Jesus. As, <laughs> sorry, I got a hard time with this, apparently. My eyes are kind of blurring. No prob. As I said, though, I'm not the demographic that's going to love this specific video. Maybe this would be more interesting to me as a stream so that there's some direct in interaction with you and the viewers. It's possible I'd be singing a different tune entirely if it was a different game, so don't let this dissuade you from trying more stuff like this in the future. That's a... I really like the way that that uh, person worded that. That was a that was a very um, understanding comment. I like that. Yeah, Grimhane's definitely... Like, he's he's another Eric. Mm. He's like a mainstay. You know? um, <laughs> and he's definitely someone that I knew back. Um, and that's the thing that's tough about doing this type of video because it's like so different and i i want like i want people to like the regular videos are are not going to go anywhere um and in the event that these do do well i wanted to do with them in addition to what i usually um but i just didn't want to like commit to that in the video because like what if it doesn't do well at mm. all and it never takes off um then i it, it would just be wasted time at that point um, so I wanted to like do it and then post it on a regular day to give it like the best possible chance to succeed on mm -hmm. a, like as a video and then go from there. And if it does well or shows signs of doing well, I'll do another one. And then from there, I'll officially say like, okay, this is an additional upload that I'll do, you know? Yeah. If I were in your shoes, um, I would make maybe one or two more of those challenges and then mm -hmm. let them just sit there for a couple months and then they'll explode. Like expect literally nothing from them. Just have a couple up so that mm -hmm. when they explode, people are aware that this is a thing that you've, that you do multiple times and not a one-off mm -hmm. and you have each one in some way reference the other ones as well as have cards between them so that, uh, they are in each other's suggested videos. And it is very clear that you have done more than one. Right. So you think that I should do like, the the most direct thing of like just do the same thing but on or veer off veer off even from there because like there's a suggestion in the comments uh from shepherd boy and he says try pichu yeah like, do that I should do that instead of do do that on? but with uh an extra handicap because just doing with pichu like that's just a playable character that's there's nothing yeah. you know the reason squirtle's handicap isn't because it's a squirtle it's because it's one third of a player Right. And that's what I'm saying. So do you think it would be smarter to do Pichu or Ivy and Charizard? I would do Ivysaur and then Charizard first. I like that idea mm -hmm. more just because it keeps with a, a direct theme and it's still very clearly a handicap to someone who's played the game. Whereas with right. Pichu, you would need to do an additional thing like Pichu without the B button or something. Yeah, right. Um, I, th I think that's a really good idea and like, don't rush super hard to get them. I would say you've got two months to get them up, uh, before yeah. it explodes. But again, like whenever I shout it out, it will get some kind of bump, but that's not going to be when it explodes. That will help yeah. speed it up by, I would say speed it up by three weeks worth of metadata mm -hmm. because it's all about when YouTube gets the metadata to start putting it on home pages, And that's going right. to be when it blows up. And the more views it gets during that time, the more watch time, the more metadata they will have gathered. So when I mention yeah. it, uh, it'll simply speed up when it hits homepage. 
Right. Because, like, like I said, I've had multiple videos take off, but it's just weird because it's so different from those videos. Like, yeah. I've never had a video that hasn't, if it's going to take off, it hasn't done it by that week. <laughs> like, oh, it's yeah. always been, like, three days max of, like, oh, okay, this video had 300 views the first hour or whatever, but on Sunday it has... 15,000 and that Monday is 120, you know? Oh yeah. I, I've had a That's video take three and a half months and then suddenly explode due to homepage. It was my first ever tips video was on, um, civilization six rounding back to that. And, um, I did a tips video on it. I I'm pretty happy with that one. It, um, over the first three and a half months, uh, it gathered 15,000 views just poking around here and there in search results and in, in suggested videos. And then all of a sudden it gained another 15,000 over the course of like two days because it held homepage. And from then on, it just always stably gets some views in the background. Um, yeah. Until these Pokemon challenges, it was like probably uh, eighth most viewed video on my whole channel, something like that, which considering the quantity I've uploaded, that's a big deal. Yeah, I think... Uh... The the thing that I, I, why I want this to do well is not only because of, I, I mean, I've expressed to you and everybody that listens to the podcast regularly knows how much, I, but also because it gives me. Knows how much you what, sorry? Like Smash Brothers. Like Smash Brothers. Um, Thank you. The operative word was cut out, of course. Rib, dude. Uh, <laughs> um, but it, it gives me another like type of video to succeed in a different way because a lot of the videos that i do now are time. so like if it if it's something that if it doesn't take off it's not going to take off you know whereas with this there's always the chance because there's it's evergreen you know mm -hmm. like maybe another smash brothers game comes and then that makes the pokemon smash brothers challenges irrelevant but until that day, it's always going to be, at least on some level, interesting. Like, oh, Char yeah. only Squirtle, only Charizard, only Ivysaur, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I think it's got a lot of potential. Yeah. Fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. Uh, but now... Oh, wait. I forgot. Bob asked a question. I did some stupid question. Okay, but now <laughs> yeah. do it with uh, the Donkey Conga drums, which, my God, if you can do that, it will get <laughs> big. I need Donkey Kong drums, but I replied to this and I was like, uh, better and I'll do ring fit control, you know, ring fit adventure. <laughs> like I, I would 100% attempt to do it like that. That might be hilarious. And I need yeah. to do, if I do that, I need to do it with like, with the cam, like the face cam or whatever. Yeah. You've, if you got to try doing some of those, like seriously like donkey conga drums or whatever like weird styles of controlling the game like that yeah like, i really i think that those have a really insanely broad appeal and like anyone people who don't even know the game would find that funny to watch like that right. that's the kind of thing that normies would like and so yeah that like is evergreen like that type of crap yeah. yeah um something else that i was thinking about uh was doing like split joy con you know, like have somebody play the game, like because not only is it playing Smash Brothers with Joy-Con, which already like what? Like, oh why yeah, would you I've do I've tried to play with an individual Joy-Con before, and it is horrible. Right. So I want to do it with me only being able to control like movement, hacking, and then only control. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so it's like shield, shield. You know, like that type yeah. of <laughs> So um, that's a that's another uh, potential idea, but again, it really depends on how well it does um but 
on to comments from last week. Uh, do you want me to keep doing these? Yes. Jim okay. Pimpio one. <laughs> Jim Pimpio one. Uh, I got some for you. One, I only experienced joy from my name being read out loud. Well, there you go. I know Parker's rip next week, so I wonder who will be reading comments. Uh, I, I, I mean, we both said it out loud. Two, yes. uh, regarding vegetarians and Pokemon, the following... Okay, context. So uh, there was a thing of like, do people in the Pokemon eat Pokemon? And they were like, yes, 100%. A few and times, I said, yeah. But like, right. So I was like, but like, what about vegetarians? Like, do you eat Pokemon? Because like there's grass pokemon that's a good point what's what's going on with that so that's why he's coming specific okay the following would be varying degrees of um prescatarians right aka vegetarian plus fish i have a friend who's that um not to be confused with presbyterians eating only pokemon with a grass typing eating only pokemon with grass as a primary type oh my god eating only pokemon (laughs) with a monograss type those people are the primary one uh those are the worst ones yeah those are the vegans of the pokemon world oh yeah <laughs> it's like ew you eat dual type grass type pokemon you're disgusting no that oh, would be mono grass mono. type primary grass type would be arbitrary those are people yeah, who would be eating like saying. meat and saying it's not meat uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like mono that that's more understandable. Yeah, but with yeah. primary, it's like it's like it's a so it's just completely arbitrary. Yeah. Like, yeah. right? Um, their versions of vegetarian would be eating only Pokemon products like the fruit from Tropius. I always wonder if you pick the banana off, it would just spout blood and start screaming and die. Their version of vegans would be <laughs> that eating wasn't no part Pokemon. of his comment, by Can the I, way. Oh, was it? Because I was I was pointing out that like Tropius has legit real life bananas growing from. No, its I was I was I was letting the people know that that's not what he oh, said. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> that's an that's a thing that I've been bringing up for years. Of uh, if you pick a. If you pick a banana off Tropius's throat, it's like a real life banana. Is that just like yeah. ripping? Is that like ripping one of the dangly things off a chicken? Like, what is that? I think it's probably. I think it's probably more akin to like taking hair off a beard. Really? I don't know. Yeah. I just. I think. I think that's probably what it is. Why would I? He, I, I would don't be, know. I don't I would know. Be surprised. I would be surprised if there hasn't been a moment in Pokemon where somebody tried to do that and it was I'm, like a tongue-in-cheek I'm thing. Was like, sure. ow, that hurt. But like, he wasn't like, ah, don't do that. I'll bleed. Yeah, he, he <laughs> like, didn't happen and then he didn't die. Like, yeah. it's not like he just ripped the trunk off an elephant. <laughs> like, right. Right. Uh, their version of vegan would be eating no Pokemon or Pokemon products. They would be the most annoying of Pokemon Knowing if Pokemon goes for realism. And three, AJ, or I anyone think... else who knows what I'm talking about, what would you think uh, what would you think about stab, same type attack bonus, benefiting the primary type more than the secondary type? You got the right person, cause he again, for listeners, he didn't specify what stab meant, but MDB already knows. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. That's, it's an important um, mechanic. It's same type attack bonus is if you do right. the same type move as your Pokemon already is, you have an attack bonus. I believe it's 50%. Um, yeah. Which that is a, a really important mechanic that people usually don't know about because, again, the game doesn't really teach you it very well. Yeah. But the thing that I would have a problem with is most Pokemon that are flying are flying as secondary types. Yeah. 
In fact, I think all of them are. Uh, I um, bel- there are a couple that are like pu- there's like one pure flying Pokemon. Is there? It's a it's a one of the roaming Pokemon from Gen Five. Oh, okay, it's like freaking thunderous or some crap like that. It's well, not the, it's the uh, yeah, it's the other one. The other one yeah, is yeah, is yeah. pure flying. I think there might have been one other Pokemon added to this pure flying, but flying as a primary almost doesn't exist. I I'm not opposed yeah. to the idea if they were to balance Pokemon for it. I think that right. would be creative and cool, although it'd be very hard to keep track of. Yeah, I can tell I, you I just think... about any Pokemon's types. I can't tell you which one's primary. Right. I think that if they were to do that, it would have to be limited types because then yeah. it may, it would make flying like worse because there's almost, as we established, almost no just primary flying types or primary or mono flying types. Um, I don't think primary a primary fl- flying type exists. And I think, that, like you said, there's one mono flying yeah. type. So that, that would just make it worse on that end. Um, but stuff like fly, uh, fire uh, being a primary type, maybe that boosted or something, or maybe even they have effects like that, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> where they could have an, uh, an effect that boosts your primary type. Yeah, you um, could you could do something creative with that. Yeah, uh, especially for like a um, a Pokemon like a um, something akin to like Arceus um, or Sil Valley, mm-hmm. where if they have an item equipped to them, they get a different type. They yeah. could then have an ability that would strengthen their primary type. Um, so yeah, they could they could do something like that, but selective. I don't I don't know if they did like from top down, like every Pokemon has that effect added to them. I don't think that that would be good. Yeah, you'd um, have to do a lot of rebalancing to make that work. Yeah. So there we go. There it is. All right. Moving on. Crazy Derp says, I don't like Mario Kart at all, but my non-gamer sister loves it. I, I hear that a lot. So when the app down, uh, dropped, she downloaded it and loved to play it. I told her that she could use my Switch and play it, but she said, nah, I'll just play the app. I'm confused. Uh, I'm confused. What about you guys? Isn't the app supposed to make you want to get the Switch or not? Uh, I think they kind of moved away from that because initially Nintendo's whole strategy was like, this is conversion therapy. Yeah. Like we're making non but then okay, you like, cut out it? on G, so it really sounded like you were going the direction of we're making non-gays. Oh my god! Oh my god! Non-gamers, gamers. <laughs> is the worst. Wow, <laughs> um, that was beautiful. <laughs> uh, so, are you canceled now? Is this when it happens? Possibly. Yeah. Um, rip me. But uh, anyway, no, we're making non-gamers gamers. Uh, but then they were like, wait, these just make money. Like, wh- what? It's real money and not Monopoly money? Yeah. Fine. I guess we'll just try to make games that make money then. Um, try to so. make games that make money. What a concept. Right. right. <laughs> um, so I, I think that they expect it to happen on some level where some people don't want to engage mm-hmm. with the other stuff. And they just, as long as they're playing Mario on something, they're fine with that. Um, but who knows, man? Who knows? I also think that's weird, but you know, <laughs> teach their own. Uh, YouTube comments, uh, Parker rip pancakes or waffles and favorite topping of choice. Uh, hashtag fanatics food. Uh, so this is Parker. Who's a co-host on this mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. And also does, I, I does. know of him. 
Right. Um, Rip Parker. Rip Parker. Who, who died in the great Belgium uh, waffle uh, incident of 2019. Mm. I don't know if I like waffles. It killed Parker. Uh, but then again, you know Killy Parker is what got me here. That's true. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Hope he so, gets better. Yeah. He died, uh, but he got better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're like, we're like a cop. You'll be. So. You cut out so hard that uh, I, I heard the words. I. So. <laughs> <laughs> I said, people get ripped here all the time. You'll probably be ripped next week. So like. Yeah. I but feel it's like, like a comic book. It's like a comic book. People come back and die all the time. <coughs> sometimes you die and sometimes you get better. Isn't that how Jesus went? Uh, sure. Yeah, he died <laughs> and then he got better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the subject of pancakes, duh. Sorry, did you say pancakes? No, I said waffles. Oh. You said, on the yeah. subject of pancake, duh. That's what I heard. Uh, I hate Discord. Discord. Are you also recording? No, I you wish I was. You now. probably should have, just because you could just sync my my version of your yeah. audio to that audio, and that would auto-sync us. Yeah. You know what? It'll just be fun. You know, it'll be a fun little tidbit on this episode. Because yeah. I'm not going doing all that. I'm going to go through and out your first word. But um, other than yeah. that, yeah. I don't get time for this. It's going to take forever for this to render because I'm sure this is over three hours. Uh, It's 2.23, but I'm trying to motor okay. through just because I want to spend some time with my wife. Okay, um, cool. Right. It's so uh, pancakes or waffles, I don't have a strong, strong opinion between so the waffles. two. So waffles. You picked waffles? I like it's the I like the texture of waffles more, Um, but it it is really easy to make lots of pancakes at a time and i've got all this protein pancake powder that i eat all the time uh i'm gonna say that i enjoy waffles more but i tend to eat pancakes more and for favorite topping i just put a little bit of butter if we're counting things that we cook into it uh i'm a fan of blueberries occasionally y'all blueberries are dope yeah i'm a bad canadian i don't put maple syrup on it i really don't have much of a sweet tooth it's just too sweet for me um i don't really do toppings that often uh but like waffles are just made for that crap. Um, mm. I was about to swear. <laughs> um, but like, you, you know, like some vanilla ice cream or something, dude. That you is know? really nice as like a occasional treat. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. Next one. Yes. F zero kid asks uh, pizza or taco and why I'll save my recipe. I'll save my recipes for when Parker is resurrected. Fanatics. <laughs> I think I might actually be eating tacos tonight. Oh snap! Yeah, I'm having pizza. That's so, uh, weird. Civil War. <laughs> um, I am not a huge pizza guy. Um, I think it's okay. I'm not like I'm not a fast food guy in general. So if yeah. we're talking about like fancy place pizza, it's good, but it's not really my go-to place. Um, whereas mm -hmm. with tacos, I enjoy making tacos at home quite a bit. Yeah, I'm gonna say taco. I, mean, I think that's an unpopular I, opinion, though. I think pizza is more versatile. I mean. I could see that being more popular considering really? Yeah. I like to make like, my own food and so tacos think, is more convenient. I think it's a lot like it's a lot easier for me to get pizza than it is for you to get pizza. There's some good uh, pizza places around. Like there's yeah, some fan but, like, but the fancy ones not, here are like well the thing is we have <laughs> we have tons of Sicilians over here and so there are great pizza places, but they're very expensive. 
Yeah, here I can go somewhere and somebody two dollars get half of a pie. <laughs> like, yeah, like, like over here, if you're spending two dollars, like first of all, you're not getting a half a pizza for two dollars, but yeah. <laughs> you you get a couple slices and it it'll be like fast food pizza. Like food is very yeah. expensive in Canada in general, but especially in Ontario. And so if wow. you want like that real good quality pizza, you can find it. The hours usually aren't great. It's usually packed because there aren't so many places that have real good pizza. And, um, you know, it's a, it's like a proper sit down restaurant and everything. And you got to pay right. proper sit down restaurant money. Yeah, man. Rip dude. Yeah. So um, tacos, so yeah, I, I like see, making I tacos like... at home. It's delicious. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say pizza, but okay. tacos are great too. They're both awesome. Yes. Okay. Uh, Casper... I like pancakes and waffles. Pancakes are garbage. Uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I like both. Um, Casper says, I like Madrai. Thanks. Yeah. I like Casper. Mm -hmm. I like Madrai. Uh, I like AJ. Yo. Dan's I good. I liked AJ. <laughs> Dan's, Dan's Bob. great. Bob, he's all right. He's all right. On a good day. Yeah. yeah. I'm cool with him. All uh, right. Tuesdays, I don't know if I like them that much. But. Yeah, it depends. It's, it's a mood yeah. thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Tuesdays uh, at 10 a.m., though, on Wolf Den? I don't know. I don't mm, know. <laughs> I think mm. I like Bob more on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Grim Haynes says, uh, what's your favorite type of Pokemon? Firegrass, water, etc., etc. Dragon. Uh, poison. What is your favorite Pokemon from each generation that you care to mention? Uh, I, I think, no, we, we talked about this. We were talking about this off air. Okay. Are we doing this? Are we doing this? What's your every favorite generation? Uh, Just every... like, I okay. only have two favorite. I have a favorite Pokemon and a second favorite Pokemon. They're both from the same generation. And if I were to sit, like I would have to seriously, seriously think hard for a long time to come up with favorites from every generation. I love a lot okay, of Pokemon so for different reasons. That come to mind. All right, yeah. favorite first gen Charizard. That's also my favorite overall. Cool uh, Pokemon. The next, the yes, very cool. The next favorite is Flygon because I don't have a favorite gen two Pokemon. I don't think really. Uh, I, maybe I think Her if... maybe Heracross. I like Heracross. Huh. Cool. I okay. Heracross is very cool. I like Flygon as well, but I I didn't think that uh, that's probably quite an unpopular pick for a favorite. Yeah, because Flygon's garbage, dude. It's not. Um, yeah, it's but... not great. Like as far as dragons go, it's not anything special. Yeah, it's just good. But, like. It just looks cool, man. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> like, like it. The whole evolution line is fascinating to me. Yeah. Um, not, I don't have a favorite Gen 4. You know what? Next favorite that I'm saying is Gudra. Gudra's a good boy, uh, and that's it. <laughs> um, My favorite Pokemon is Drowsy. It's tied with Hypno. My second favorite is Coughing. It's tied with Weezing. They're from the same generation. Whatever. Those are really my only answers. And uh, the worst po Pokemon ever is Ducklet. That wasn't part of the question, <laughs> oh, yeah. but we like had, seriously, like it's it's become a meme at this point that I complain about Ducklet because seriously, Ducklet. Um, yeah. uh, right. So it. another part of his question, he has a very long one here. Yeah. Sony has finally taken their crossplay out of beta parentheses. Um, is, how much do you think uh, the generation coming to an end has influenced this? Let me read that again because I read it like an idiot. How much do you think the generation coming to an end has influenced this? I still read it like an idiot. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> or was it more influenced by Switch eclipsing sales of the PlayStation 4 in Japan? 
or is Sony just starting to realize that people will still need to buy the game uh, for a PlayStation, which nets them money uh, that way versus them refusing crossplay or people just buying the Switch, Xbox, PC. Sorry, having aphantasia makes it very hard to read ahead out loud with something mm-hmm. I've never read before or written. Right. Completely understandable. I'm an understanding man. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a brain <laughs> cripple. Oof, I, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I think that more than anything... It, most likely was a money thing. It was like, okay, if we do uh, this beta, in quotes, which, again, stupid, uh, how much money, how much less money would we make? Um, and also, I think it could have been influenced by the whole Sean Layden situation there, uh, the head of Sony, the, their game division or whatever, um, him leaving. I think that also had something to do with it, whether it be he was the like last person standing that's like no we're not doing it <laughs> and they finally left or whatever um or it was just a thing that like that was like his last thing he was like i, w- I just want to get this through the door and then i'm out you know um so i don't know it really just depends on how how favorably you want to look on sony <laughs> yeah i have no idea whatsoever as to why they're doing it uh, all I know is that I'm happy that they've decided to start doing it because I think that um, the less people need to buy the same console as their friends just to play the same game that they own on another console to play with their friends is better for the consumer. Yep. Uh, in other words, MDB admits great. Uh, uh, all, for- all I heard was <laughs> MDB admits and then it cut out. Oh, man. No one will I ever said, know. I said that the Bedrock edition is great. And that no other version exists. Bedrock would be great (laughs) if it could cross-play with the Java version, but it can't because it's so crap, it's incompatible. It's literally Uh. missing features. (laughs) It doesn't work as well. Like, tree leaves don't... They decay at, like, one-fifth speed because when they decayed properly, they crashed Xboxes. I knew this was going to happen. Yeah. It's still worth it. It's still worth uh, it. What is your favorite Eeveelution? Or, uh, sorry, he said Eevee Evolution. That's just me doing Pokemon. And what yeah. types do you see the next Eevee Evolutions being of? Uh, hmm, Jolteon? Jolteon or Umbreon? Uh, probably. Um, and then the next one, what would I think it would be? Uh, what What do you think the next... Uh, what type do you want to see as the next evolution? Oh, which one do I want? Yes. Dragon. Because <laughs> it's your favorite type, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you could make like a reptile gecko kind of thing that's dragon. I think you could do something really cool there. Um, yeah. My favorite evolution. Uh, I really like the design of Espeon. I thought that's mm-hmm. a really cool Pokemon. And um, <clears throat> I like a lot of the evolutions actually, except for the grass one I'm not really feeling. Uh, and the fairy oh, one. Dude that's weird um uh flareon looks cool but flareon's trash so, sorry i i meant the the fairy one i probably yeah slurred. yeah i know what you're talking about oh, okay but I'm, i, I wasn't I'm sure saying, if i slurred or not yeah. i'm um, saying independently from what you said, oh yeah yeah flareon, flareon looks cool looks but cool, it's crap but he's trash he's um, the worst one just terrible especially in gen <laughs> one. Oh my god in yeah. gen one it was bad um he but, was so, he's he or it 
it yeah. is bad until like recently. Because yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. Physical, it's a physical Pokemon, but it doesn't learn any physical fire type attacks. Yeah, That's it's so stupid. just terrible. <laughs> it's like, so um, and then uh, what type do you want to see the next evolution? Uh, poison, because it's my favorite type. Yep. I don't know what you would design it to look like. Like, I frankly have no idea, but um, I, I just want to see it because it's my favorite type. Um, another part of the question. I'm sure you'll have touched on this at least a bit, or sorry, at least a little. Um, but do you think the relatively low profit of Mario Kart Tour versus the initial download numbers will send a message to Nintendo? After all, Mario Run had a better opening week's profit with a smaller install base. Um, no, uh, I touched on why, uh, earlier in the podcast, but I think it's, I think it's because a lot of the money that they likely made just in limbo right now because of the trial that they give you. Um, so we don't, we don't get the, the amount of funds that are being made yet until the trial runs out and then people are charged and then we'll be able to see like, oh, okay, that's how many people bought into the subscription. And then like once the trial period's up, it'll also then the people that opt out of the subscription give them more reason to pay for microtransactions. Because when you have the, the trial period, you don't really have as much incentive to buy microtransactions. And I have no opinion on it. I simply, I, I just know that I'm not educated enough on the subject of mobile gaming. Mm -hmm. um makes sense digimon or yokai watch you'll be judged and graded on your answer also the correct answer may or may not be obvious digimon uh digimon i've been playing digimon world the original one recently on stream uh i'm new to that game it is incredibly janky it is incredibly obtuse but it is made with a lot of heart and it's completely unique as a video game and that is my favorite type of video game where it's like just this bizarre trip into the mind of whatever wild machinations the creator had and that's why like my second favorite game of all time is deadly premonition it doesn't matter that it's barely functional and that is completely insane it is genuinely a really really good video game if you can get it to run and like i i love jank i love jank so much i love like weird old russian euro jank i love digimon jank i love deadly premonition jank uh just when there's a game with such a unique idea, even if it's done horrifically poorly, I will end up loving it. Not to say that Deadly Premonition is done poorly, mind you. On a technical level, it's done very poorly. Uh, I actually think that, like, people like to say, like, oh, um, so bad it's good. No, the, mm. the bad things are frustrating. You love it for the good things. And right. the good things are done better in that than almost any video game I've ever seen, which is why I'm so excited that a sequel's coming out. In fact, there's a sequel coming out for my two favorite video games of all time. My favorite being Evil Genius. There it is. There you go. There it is. We got there. <laughs> we went from Digimon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, people maybe found that interesting. Uh, and for anyone who's Probably. wondering what Evil Genius is, like the, the two-sentence version... Um, really cool 1960s spy thriller base builder game where you're the evil genius making the volcano base and you're trapping the forces of justice. Really goofy, really fun uh, base builder. Explain your evil plan to them. 
before they yeah. thwart you. Yeah, yeah. If you okay. if you take an agent into jail and you have your evil genius walk up to them just to mock them, you get bonuses. Even though they might break out and attack you, and you got to be safe about that. Like it's it's very okay. cool. It you can tell I was about it was about to automatically be like a three out of ten if I couldn't like yeah, like, and you can interrogate entire... people with like a laser that slowly comes up between their legs to get information <laughs> on like secret plans and like it is clearly made by people who are hardcore fans of the goofiness of 60s spy thrillers they went yeah. all it's beautiful um and the sequel's coming out soon which is no one ever thought would happen considering the first game was like 2004 um and it didn't sell well uh, anyway the last few questions this is on twitter yes uh, bianca wicks says uh can you recommend an sd card for switch i'm looking for one of the least 200 uh gigabytes yes get the sandisk ones uh they're on amazon cheap i think the 400 gigabyte is 50 us dollars yeah i bought a sandisk one as well i just i looked for um i i know it's a trusted brand and i uh i got like a 256 gigabyte or something something like that yeah um the one on amazon is 48 dollars and that's uh sandisk ultra right on top gray on the bottom yeah yeah. a1 good price that one's good uh that's the one i use i think bob uses the same one um yeah i use that as well i'm sure dan probably does it's just a common brand yeah uh eric hendley um when are we getting uh, f4 a p p a r e l i'm guessing fanatics for apparel. it's apparel yeah because yeah. uh because bob with the whole like also me like with the whole merch thing because yep. cheap and like gross um so we're like no we're, we don't make merch we make a par- apparel yeah yeah i, I <laughs> um, love that line yeah um that'll come when i can drive my chance people will care <laughs> All I heard was people will care. So I'm going to assume what he said was when he builds up his channel to the point. Uh, when when I build it back up in algorithm, because before it made there sense. Now it doesn't. <laughs> uh, so he also asks, happens. what's your favorite question out of all the podcast questions you've uh, received? Uh, I don't know. I like the weird ones. Like I like the I like the questions that are like anything that we ever talk about. <laughs> like, yeah generally stuff that bob asks us where he's like hey um so what did you think about this one random movie that i saw three weeks ago that was weird anyway hi (laughs) you know it's over like i like the weird questions like that and i don't have a favorite because i've been here for one episode uh his favorite is this question this one yeah this one's great uh monkey d luffy asks sorry i had to stifle a cough What's your favorite video game that you like watching other people play? Also, I'm new to the podcast and the YouTube channel, but you guys are cool AF. Rip to Parker. I hope to hear more fruit arguments. Uh, okay, so context, a little bit of context. I'm not going into this whole conversation because brawling journey uh, that we've been going on. Parker's basically stupid and he has dumb opinions about fruit. Okay. Uh, and he says that uh, raspberries are better than oranges because raspberries are snackable and oranges are not uh that's the oranges are snackable i you know what i agree and i think parker's an idiot but i think they're both delicious i i agree with that as well 
Um, also, oh wait, I forgot. There's another stupid fruit opinion that Parker has. Uh, Parker says when when asked if he likes pears, he says he theoretically likes pears. And the gist of his uh, his like his explanation of why he says he theoretically likes pears is basically like he likes good pears, but when pears aren't good, he doesn't like them. So <laughs> can you say that about any food? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So like, I like that we're on the same that, page here. Yeah, because you could say that about literally anything. Yeah. Like I could say, I could be like, yeah, I like music when it when I don't hate it. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I theoretically like music. Yeah. I thought what you were gonna say is like he likes the concept of it, but he doesn't actually like how it tastes. That would have made more sense. Yeah, no, no, no. He just it's like he likes a good pair, but he doesn't like that's basically. No one likes a bad pair because if in exactly. their opinion it's bad, then they don't like it. God. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, favorite video game that we like to watch other people play. I can't pick up favorite off the top of my head. So I'm just going to say um, every year when the BlizzCon, when BlizzCon comes around, they do the StarCraft 2 finals. My mom comes over and we watch it together. And that's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's dope. Um, probably Smash Brothers because it's the only game that I can watch other people. Um, but I think I, I feel like it's kind of a cheat answer. I feel like I'm also in the future playing it in my head when I'm watching other people play. I'm like, oh, they did that? that. I can I can also do that. You know, like I yeah, can it's, do that. it's learning. Like, it's that strategy. Character does this. You know, yeah, like that sort of thing. So like, yeah. it's kind of cheat, but that's my answer. <laughs> I don't keep up with Modern Smash a ton, but I do keep up with uh, Kony, who's the funniest commentator ever, and he is a wonderful man. Yo, ee. -E? He's wild, like he, like me and Bob on Smash Brothers tournaments and stuff like that. So like we we just like see the stuff that these commentators and like competitors stuff tweet and stuff like that. And he did this whole thread yesterday where he was like he's texting some girl or something like. No, the first thing that he did was um the commentators for the next smash brothers invitational tournament got announced mm -hmm. and it's basically all black guys and then coney and then <laughs> he did that like um that like meme of the one like the, the girl, girl on the couch all, yeah 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 and he posted that and i sent that to bob and i was like this man gets paid by nintendo on a regular basis i <laughs> like, love that man like have you ever seen the infamous clip of because you know smash commentators they just talk about whatever fighting game commentators in general like it is crazy what they can get away with and do and it's kind of wonderful because it's yeah. such an essence of a style of gaming have you ever seen the infamous clip of him talking about denny's no <laughs> i will send it to you later if i bring okay. it up on the podcast you will get demonetized it is so funny okay um Oh my god. Uh Max Wright says, Hey AJ. Who's from Loot Pods? Everybody check out Loot Pods, uh lootpods.com. Okay. Everybody loot pot. Uh I know that you're a big uh, I know you're a big Pokemon trainer fan and you won't play anyone else out of love for your chosen character. So my related question is to Madrybred. Oh. Uh uh what obnoxious and angry boneheaded things annoyingly boneheaded annoyingly things. boneheaded things do you do in video games that annoy all of your friends and rivals also uh this week is the real question uh there's no bait and switch no jokes um none 
I, I don't, so, there's nothing I routinely do in, in video games that like annoy my friends or anything. The, so I, this is his passive aggressive way of being like, I can't. You cut out it. Can't. Can't beat AJ when he's Pokemon trainer. Ah, okay. Uh, so because um, I was going to say, that's a very strange question. Like, I don't feel like a yeah. lot of people would have an answer to that. We went through this whole saga of him being like, first his argument was like, oh, you're old. Right? play the game and just use random characters so then we did that he lost i think all but one match wow. and then he was like okay let's pick other characters that we're good with that aren't like our mains we did that i pick i intentionally pick characters that i've maybe played with once in my life ever across every smash brothers game and he didn't win any of those games <laughs> So I was like, I was like, all right, what do you guys say now? But um, basically, it's like, yeah, I like Pokemon Trainer, and that's a big reason why I like playing the game because of Pokemon Trainer specifically. So like, yeah, I'm huh. not gonna pick a character. You crazy? <laughs> okay. Uh, last question from Tian Original. This is actually someone that I might be doing a collaborative um, Pokemon Channel thing with. Uh, he Dope. was actually a fan of my Creepypasta readings back when he was twelve, which is very cool. Oh, uh, we we just got to figure out plans. I, I'm a really I'm just a really busy person, so we're trying to figure everything out. Uh, mm. What would you do if fear was not a factor and you could not fail? What were you doing when you felt the most passionate and alive? Hmm. So. If fear was not a factor and I could not fail, I would like freaking, I don't know, like ride a lion. <laughs> um, I, I would go to the doctor and get all kinds of like shots and blood testing and stuff. Like I am a fairly brave individual. Like I'll just say things and speak my mind and I, it doesn't really bother me with the idea that they might, um, take my opinion Back. the wrong way or they might get upset about it and stuff like that. Like, I don't want that to happen, but yeah. I don't let that stop me. I'm just a very, very direct person. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I, I like to think that I'm fairly brave in that way, but like the one thing for me is needles are very, very difficult for me uh, just because of an upbringing that made that a big traumatic part of my life because uh, I've mm -hmm. always had severe health issues. Yeah. Uh, and, um, what were you doing when you felt most passionate and alive? Uh, I actually don't have an answer. Sorry. Um, <coughs> probably YouTube stuff. Honestly, I, I felt pretty alive when I lost half my toe a couple weeks ago, but I also felt like I was dying cause I passed out. Okay. So what, what happened there? Uh, so I, I'll it was literally like, I was just three, three hours or sorry, three hours, three minutes into being awake on a completely normal day. Alarm goes off. I get up. Uh, I, I walk over to the bathroom, have a cup of water cause I'm real thirsty. I, I walk back over to my bedside table where my clothes are and there's a sharp metal bit under my bed. And just somehow, even though I've walked past that bed in that exact spot for like the two and a half years, three years I've lived here. Somehow my foot just went into it really hard, right foot, pinky toe. And I'm like, Oof. I stubbed my toe really hard. I've, I've stubbed it a little before and cracked the nail a little before. I'm like, oh, Jesus. I look down, I'm like, ah, oh, crap, I'm bleeding. Like, I, I'm like, oh, I must have lost a bit of my nail. And a second later, I'm like, oh, no, I'm bleeding a lot. And I like walk over to the bathroom, there's like a blood trail. I'm not going to go into super details just because it's hard uh, for, you know, a lot of people don't have an easy time listening to that, but mm -hmm. um, I'm not squeamish with blood, but it was so much, and I had only been awake for three minutes, coming out of from this tiny, tiny toe, as about half my toe from on the end was missing. Um, 
that uh, I put it in the sink. I started trying to wash it. The blood just kept going, going. It, and blood doesn't bother me, but if it gets thick and syrupy, it does. Something about that just triggers something in me. And I suddenly felt like I was going to throw up, and I've never passed out in my life, so I didn't know that was me starting to pass out. Uh, I ended right. up passing out. And uh, I woke up a second later on the ground um, and I realized I had landed really hard. I had these horrible bruises on my body, especially my tricep. And I had some bruises on my face and I later figured out in the day that what must have happened when I passed out from the direction that I fell in the bathroom is the reason I had kind of a scratch on my nose a little bit and the bruise on the side of my face is I would have hit the toilet roll um, holder on the way down. If I had been about an inch off, I'd have lost my left eyeball. Oof. because it would have gone right through and it's funny because like two days earlier i'd been hearing emergency respondent stories and one of them was that happening and how common that is uh, i i genuinely didn't know that i was passing out i didn't i thought i was gonna throw up and so i didn't have the good sense to get on the ground because i had time to do it and i had enough yeah. feeling in my foot and everything um I was just bleeding on the floor a lot. Fatima took care of me. And, uh, you know, I was walking the same day and everything. It never needed medical attention, either than a new bandage every day. Uh, my nail still, you know, I'm, I'm missing half my pinky toe nail. The skin is mostly grown back, didn't need stitches. The nail hasn't grown back at all. It, um, it might with time, just but it might also be a scar and not grow. I don't know. Either way, I'm uh, my toe is 100% in terms of functionality, though. So it all turned out okay. I felt very alive, though, uh, during that situation, uh, as it looked like a murder scene in there. I could, I had no idea such a small toe could bleed that much. That was, a okay. uh, that was like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, something That's like that. Crazy. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, something like that. And then, you know, I just, as soon as, uh, like an hour, hour and a half after that whole incident, um, I, I was enough that I could stand and I could walk and I went to my computer and I checked my emails and then I started grinding in Pokemon. Uh, well, uh, that's a, a interesting way to end the podcast. We're going to edit here. Yeah, th this is, this is why I say that I'm a machine. Uh, you can check out MDB by going to youtube.com. Well, I'll put it in check in the description. Okay. And click it. Also in the end card. So like, you know, mm -hmm. you got options, dude. Um, this also, Pokemon oh, stream has a lot of dislikes, by the way, and I can see why it's boring. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they like really hyped it up. Yeah. It just wasn't something to hype up. Yeah, it, one, that, once an hour you get a blurry a horse. More, it would have been a lot more interesting if they never really said anything about it. And Honestly, it just, they just yeah. did it, you know. That would have um, had intrigue. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, you can check out this podcast every week on YouTube or podcast services. Just go to anchor.fm slash DTY. If you're not on YouTube, it's youtube.com uh, slash directly to you. You can go to our main channel, youtube.com to watch new videos every Tuesday and Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern time unless I have a test and I want to try something out or I collaborate with somebody that uploads on a different time. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> Until next time, have a nice day. <laughs>